Hey yo! Episode 8. 8. Peck and Cool Dads. And I read a statistic yesterday that said most podcasts don't make it past episode 8. Fuck so, that. Right, we well, don't have any plans of quitting anytime soon. We haven't made it though. So the next one, we need to extra celebrate. I don't know with what, but <clears throat> we need to extra celebrate. GNTs. What? <laughs> Gin and tonics. Oh my god, dude, that was a fucking awesome episode. I, I like when you come in here and you're already like, uh, you're already what's the word primed. That was a little bit. Can you reach my beer? Yeah, it's, I, I left it behind this uh, MacBook. Look at you. You went around the cord and everything. You, we were talking beforehand. I'm I've set this up in a way. Knock on wood, covered in Tolux. Um, <laughs> that I won't hit it, but we all know that it'll last we'll about see. three minutes. I yeah. even have like the cord like wrapped up in the handle over here and stuff. Man, you were thinking ahead. I yeah. uh, I did not think ahead. I actually have my cords wrapped together here. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'll probably pull this whole fucking mechanism down. So, so oh shit! Did we harmonize so? <laughs> did we just harmonize um, so? Oh my god! Yeah, I, what are I, we drinking? I did not take into account how my short shorts would look when I wore them <laughs> sitting down. Yikes! Well. Legs for days, guys. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, no, today we are drinking North High Rise IPA, which is, when we were talking about it last week, the the five that we had, that was the Pale Ale, which yeah. I thought was their IPA. I had it mixed up. My boy Duchant did correct did me. Did he? And uh, so this week we have Rise. So I think I told you this, but I did confirm that is the guy I was talking mm-hmm. back and forth with on YouTube. I wondered, sometimes I wonder how people find us. Um I can't remember if he was the. No, there was somebody that like gave me this huge list of like here's pointers. some things. Yeah, pointers you could do better. Yeah. I remember I sent it to you. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty fucking funny. Uh, so today is actual Memorial Day. We did not pod yesterday. We flipped it. Um, mm-hmm. It's starting to rain outside. So what better time than to come inside and do some potting? Got my uh, the top up in my Jeep literally two minutes before it rained. Because oh, so, yeah. that would have been the second time that I got rained on this weekend because it poured the other morning. My top was off, dude. It fucking poured. and I had to, it had to sit out. I had to have it sitting out on the street for two solid days. So what have you it's been into? Thing. It's a cheap it's, thing, it, dude. Don't don't start with me. You you know what's fucked up is the, all those jokes were happening on your Instagram about like you know silly girls jeeps or silly boys jeeps are for girls and like all the all the various like generic jeep stickers we see i tried to chime in on that i tried to do like the jeep you know the circle with the lines and the other circle that everybody does with the ascii art and all that bullshit whatever that is and I you fucking f- shot that you down. did you fucking corrected me you're like oh it's actually got seven bars i mean not there's five. there's some key details well did are you the person that actually put that anywhere? Do you, or did you just know that? <laughs> I just know that. Okay, I was gonna. I would, I would not. I was gonna give you shit. Like I give, you know. I give the Jeep wave, but that's it. That's what's the Jeep wave? It's, it, you know, Jeeping is a culture. It's stupid, but it's a culture. Je- oh, and uh, and um, when you pass another Jeep, it's you know, motorcyclists hold their arms out. You know, like give a peace sign or a thumbs up or something like that. Well, you you just you generally put your first two or three fingers up on the on the steering wheel it's like hey <laughs> or sometimes if you have the doors off you hold it out the side it's it's what's that uh what's the handshake um is it is it like a mason handshake or something where they do like the thumb over knuckle it's, yeah something like that yeah is it so it's like a secret cult handshake thing there's nothing secret about this though it's really and and, and it drives sierra crazy She's like, you don't see me waving out of their Honda Pilot drivers. And <laughs> That's I was like, there's a thousand more Honda Pilot drivers per Jeep. Also, do Honda Pilots, uh, 
Does their culture represent America? I don't think so. Well, we got some American beers. We've got some American stories going on. What else you've been getting into this weekend? I know, like, part of the reason we didn't pod yesterday is you had some uh, house house things going on. Oh my God. You know, it's one of those things you have a good idea for a task that you think you can get done easily over a long weekend. I thought I was going to get it done on Saturday. And you plan all week. And then it just doesn't work out. So I there's a I have a walkway that's probably I don't know twenty feet long, and uh, twenty five feet something like that. And doing a nice taking the rail down and doing a nice little like mid century slatted stained wood thing. And it's going to be really cool. Tried to do it the way that tried to fasten the poles the way that the uh, previous fence was, which was screwed into the concrete, and it was mm. the it was the most difficult thing in the world. And I wasted a bunch of time and money. So going to be actually. Burying fence posts like you're supposed to. The life of a the life of a DIY guy. Life of a DIY is multiple trips to Lowe's. D- oh God, dude, my wife hates me for that. Every time like, I get an idea, I go and I get like <clears throat> half the shit, and then I have to keep going back to get all these little things I forget. I'm trying to be better now. I'm actually planning some home projects and trying to be better, but it's always a goddamn drill bit or something like that that you have to have. Yeah, and I'm also the person that I won't borrow anything from anybody. I just buy all of it. Because I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to need that again. Even if it is a weird, very specific masonry like drill bit that I literally won't need again, I'm just going to go buy my own. I don't know why. So, yeah, I did that mixed with a lot of Memorial Day long weekend party and drinking. <laughs> a lot of just hanging out and my neighbors had a big party. and Yeah. Are you also the person that grows your own vegetables? No. Why? Yeah, okay, let me stop. Have you ever grown your own vegetables? I haven't. I actually feel like it is my best friend grows vegetables, his own vegetables, and I I know it's super satisfying. That's about it, though, honestly, because when you walk in Kroger and you're like, damn, I could have just got 40 fucking tomatoes for $3, (laughs) and I spent a few months, built a garden bed, topsoil, fucking tomato, like, did the whole thing, and then you, you get done and you're like... Well, I guess I can eat these seven that came out okay. It's a it's a fucked up thing, but we did it at the old house just to <clears throat> have the experience. And I wanted I wanted Hayden to, I don't know, have the experience. He felt pretty good because uh, he loves those little grape tomatoes, and he got to take those for lunch like several days, and it was like the fucking tomatoes he grew. So. Yeah, that's sweet. I mean, that was pretty tight. I think <laughs> the key to the key is unless you're somebody who like has a urban homestead or whatever you know where you turn your whole front yard into it like the people do that you drive around clintonville and the people do that yeah and uh unless you're one of those people and it takes it really seriously and like actually turns your parcel into a farm uh you know i think the key is to do stuff that you don't use a lot like tomatoes like do stuff like hot peppers or basil you know things that you only need sometimes yeah so at the old house we, I can't remember how big it was. It was maybe like, you know, seven or eight feet by maybe like four feet. So it wasn't, it wasn't big by any means. Um, but I let the dog out back one time and I wasn't watching her. And apparently she ate like all kinds of shit. Uh, cause she was inside sitting next to me uh, and I was on the computer doing some work and she starts heaving and I'm like, Oh, you know, poor girl. I look over, dude, she threw up like 15 whole peppers, a bunch of tomatoes. I mean, these were whole ass things like she just bit them, ate them whole, and then threw them all back up. And I had to just pick them fucking chunky things up. It was disgusting. So one of my one of my cats uh, has a thing for any leftover food in the sink. Like if there's like little bits of chicken or whatever, like he literally takes them out of the sink and like 
hides in the corner of the counter and eats food out of the sink. It's it's weird and gross. Well, I woke up this morning and it, it looked like he got into cilantro, something leafy, but I think it was cilantro. All I know is that every four feet, every time I turned around, there was another pile of bile full of leaves. Ugh. And and I stepped in it multiple times because I'm walking around trying to find it. And I'm like, oh, there's another one. Ugh. So the, the, the animal puke, I Thursday morning, I cleaned up cat puke, of course. I have three cats, so there's cat puke all the time. Yeah. Uh, I cleaned up cat puke on Thursday morning before school, before I dropped the kids off at school. And I was wiping it up. And I gagged, and I've really I, I I gag really easy, and uh, I gagged. That must be hell for your sex life. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> oh, I gag really easily, and it sent me into a coughing fit Ugh. that no joke lasted a solid three minutes. I almost threw up like four times. My kids were like, "Are you okay? We're going to be late for school because I just couldn't stop coughing." It was oh, the weirdest are your kids thing. Still in school? Yeah, they the, all this week too. Oh, or Thursday, mine, Tuesday, out. Wednesday, Thursday. Mine is out. Nice. We got some figuring out to do. What to do with him for the summer? Shit, it's tomorrow. <clears throat> Shit, we are late on the game. Yeah, this is uh, this is our first summer. Um, this is our first summer as parents with both of us working full time. That's right. Like out of the house full time. No, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, <laughs> Last summer was very full time for her too, with your kids and my kids. But uh, I can't believe it's only been one year. It's crazy. It's, yeah, it is crazy. We've been getting outside a lot more. Um, so something we did is we had a. There it is. What? Where you get, you get at your new uh, paver patio? Your l- new little location, dude. It's fucking awesome. When you think about it, though, like paver patios, you really are paying a lot of money for like an outdoor floor. You're just like. I know that I got grass and fucking some people don't even have grass, but tear all that shit up and put in a floor. Like, that's what happened. We were so- Put in a floor that costs very, a lot of money Man, every square foot. It really does. We, we Pavers are goddamn expensive. They are. Uh, and we toiled back and forth going with like, you know, poured concrete versus paver. And then we, I don't know what the fuck. I, I've like always wanted pavers. So like, really, I think it was me just pushing like, well, fuck it. If we're going to do it, let's do it. Uh, it was great. They did the shit in two and a half days. It's like- 400 and some change square feet uh didn't buy any furniture though so now like we're scrambling to figure out furniture we got this fucking nice paper patio before memorial day and all we can really do is like sit out there on bullshit pop-up chairs and like it has a wall and shit where you can sit but i I just i I feel like for as prepared as we were we were very fucking unprepared like when it was going in we're sitting there thinking like damn we should we should have really got furniture and my of course my neighbor across the street's like hers isn't even in yet like hers is like uh, a couple weeks from now and her furniture is sitting in the garage i'm like we just we like are really on the brink of adulting really well but then shit like this happens and i'm like we suck but you spent all day talking about this right i mean you open your computer oh absolutely yeah there yeah there were eight tabs so when i opened the computer today to get to the drive that we keep like all of our random fucking thoughts throughout the week on yeah, there were eight tabs of furniture, and I'm pretty sure none of them are, are the right one. It's either I don't like it or she doesn't like it. So how, how do you guys settle disputes like that in your house? Like <clears throat> if you got like a big purchase, right? And I mean, furniture's not cheap either. You're talking anywhere from like 500 to $2,000 for, for stuff, right? So that's a big purchase. When you have something like that and you guys are on just different fucking pages, like how do you settle that in your household? I, I, uh, it doesn't compete with me, man. I make the decisions. 
Oh, you were I'm the, just, I'm oh, just kidding. I'm, just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, you know, th- thankfully, we're generally pretty in line um, with our tastes. Yeah. And um, I also, you know, we're best friends first. And we've been together f- for half of our lives now, essentially. And I feel like we both know what hills we're not going to die on. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times it's kind of like, okay, yeah, if you want that wall to be that color, that's fine. Or if you want to have that chair in here, that, that that's fine. I, I picked the couch, you know? Yeah. It's, it's rare that we, that we, uh, that we are opposed on stuff like that in any meaningful sort of way. Uh, and another, another key, I think that also helps with that is we also really like vintage furniture, secondhand furniture and stuff. And, yeah. and you're not even, you can't choose then. It's like, oh, this is awesome. We both like this. Hopefully we both like this thing. Yeah. I've Don't get me wrong. I've shown up with furniture pieces from antique stores and stuff like that that have been nixed. Yeah. I, I bought. So does she, does she have veto power? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Do you have veto power? Yeah. Sure. Okay. I, I went to, uh, I went to um big antique store out in Springfield. The mm-hmm. one that you see from the freeway that's like. Antiques. antiques yeah and it's amazing and i came home with this uh mid-60s seti which is it's basically it's like a love seat with a table in between so it's like a, it's like as long as a couch but it's two seats yeah. with a table and it was you know really bad like plasticky upholstery and it was cheap for for sure but it was like 40 bucks and i was like i have to have it it's like so crazy and weird who's got one of these in the living room <laughs> We had it in the living room for like two weeks, and, and Sierra was like, "That is, it's ugly. It's just really ugly." And then can't it fix started, it. You can't, you can't throw some white chalk paint on it and call it a day. <laughs> no. Right. See, that's the thing. I, I also wouldn't. I, I, I am a purist about that stuff. I'm mm-hmm. not like a, I'm not like an upcycler. You know, where I'm like, I buy a thing and I like flip it and make it really cool. It's like, no, if I, if, if it's gonna be like some tacky ass thing from the '60s, I want it to look like a tacky ass thing from the '60s. Yeah, that's something I don't, I don't get with. I don't do that. I, I don't know why. I think I've always liked like super clean lines and modern and shit like that. But I also really like industrial, like repurposed stuff. So I have a fucked up style. It's like it could either be clean lines, minimalist, you know, white, uh, or it could be industrial fucking repurposed something or other. And I, I like something right in between. And my wife likes most of the same stuff as well. Um, we're just we have just been like going back on for, back and forth on this furniture stuff because like I picked something and I thought I was like this is perfect it, you know if I wasn't worried about she would would or wouldn't like it I'd have just pulled the trigger and bought it I'm glad I didn't because then she kind of talked me out of it but then she came around and wanted it but had already talked to me out of it and so then I'm like fuck man let's just you're right we could just get something off of you know fucking the internet or wayfair or any of these other places and spend 500 bucks and be happy with it and get, and it will serve the purpose which is we want to get outside more um i know that since we've got the the fucking patio i have literally been standing at the back like morning room like we have all these windows and shit i just stand there neither look at the patio or like look at nature and what I've realized in the past, like, dude, I know it's fucking weird. I'm standing inside looking at nature. What I've realized in the past, like, two weeks is that we have a family of, well, I've, I realized this before that, but we have a family of bunnies that live out there. And you got this one, like, big-ass fucking rabbit, and then you got these three smaller ones. And if you remember my story about what I what I named cats, do you remember it was, like, Head and Monkey and Chino and Max? And yeah. Like, yeah, so, like, my theme this time was rappers. And so I've got Hopson. 
directly after fucking Hobson, I've got West Side Bun. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Griselda. I got West Side Bun. Uh, and I got fucking Bun B. There so, you go. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, man, if another rabbit shows up, I'm fucked because I can't even think of another Bun Pun. Oh, oh big big bun. Oh, there big it is. Bun. There it is. There it is. Shit. I hope another rabbit shows up now. Yep. I got it. I finally got a name. Big bun. Yeah. That's that why. was that was that I mean that was uh serendipity right there, yeah. man. That just kind of came from the heavens. Yeah, I, I said bun pun and I was like pun. Oh shit. Yeah, that's fucking nice. I was like I watched the light bulb. You did. Yeah, the light bulb definitely popped. Um fuck, man. I had something else to to ask. No, you you made me think though when you're standing there just admiring your Porsche because that's let's be real, that's what you're doing. You're just admiring yep. your patio, and uh, I it's like a that meme that goes around like when like when dads mow their lawns, the first thing you know they they're happy with their lawn if they stand at the corner of their deck and go, now that's the stuff. Man, I took a <laughs> I fucking took a picture from the corner of my lot, and I had my mower there. And it was like, I took this, uh, it's like a very wide angle lens. So it had that almost GoPro kind of look to it. And I had my mower and all this grass. And dude, I was really feeling myself that day. And I took this picture like, yeah. Um, shirtless? No, I wasn't. I didn't, I wasn't in the picture. Oh, I thought you were trying to make import- like a body, like a, like a men's health bodybuilding no. magazine Dude, I'm so shot. fucking burnt right now from all this outside shit. But um, no, I, I took, I took a picture of the things I was proud of. I have a very nice mower. I have a very nice, I have very nice grass. I was like, dude, I'm fucking taking a picture of this, and I took it, and I just, I just sat there and stared at that picture. Like, this really, this really makes me happy, and that's how I know I'm old as fuck. Baller ass grass making me happy. Um, but to that same thing, we, dude, we've been outside not only in the patio. Like, my kid was outside literally on the patio all day. Like, I was trying to get him to come in media anything. He's like, no, I'm good. He just sat out there and read. I had to serve him hot dogs like out on the patio. He didn't want anything we were eating. He, like, specifically wanted hot dogs. And I'm like, fuck it. Hot dogs it is for you. Gave it to him on the patio. <laughs> he sat out there, you know, kicked up his feet on the fire pit that we haven't put any wood or anything in yet. But regardless, he sat out there. And I was like, this is worth it for that. And also, we've just been getting outside more and doing landscaping and bullshit like that. And, like, it's not really my thing. And we wanted to pay somebody. And then we got going. And I started getting real proud of that, too. I'm like, God, look at that fucking curve. That thing is perfect. Like, was really feeling myself on the on the, on the the uh, landscaping it, as well. It's still so funny to me that your design for your patio is, like, an almost carbon copy of what I had drawn up for mine yeah. two years ago that we I haven't done yet. But... <laughs> you mean with like that pull the fire pit to the corner and stuff with the round seating area yeah. around it that's super dude cool. i bought graph paper oh yeah i bought graph paper specifically to fucking try and make that and it, i mean when the guy came out he's you know the, the guy that came out from the landscaping place or, or the patio place basically drew the same thing and i was like damn this is like almost to a t what i drew and then you know i sat there with my graph paper and each square is scaled to a foot so, like, I'm, like, drawing furniture on it and shit, trying to figure out, like, what size furniture we need. Um, and then he, he they started on a Wednesday. And on Monday, we brought them out and made a fucking modification that cost us an additional $1,000. Yeah. It was just, like, last minute we decided, well, maybe we should pull this further out here. And, like, just how it worked out, it was, like, a bunch of extra square feet. And then we, we actually netted a few extra because they kind of messed up and did it two and a half feet further than they were supposed to. Which, I mean, that's not bad. It was like, I think we netted like a free 40 square feet. Nice. Not bad. 
I'll take it. What uh, do you uh, are you guys are you one of those guys who mows your lawn across or diagonally? I do both. Ooh, yeah. So what? I, not at the same time. Well, yeah. So I usually, if I'm trying to like just bang through it, it's back and fucking forth. I'm just back and forth. And if I knock it out like you know once a week or even once every like five six days, um, I can put the bag on and I literally only have to empty the bag once and then right at the end. So two times total. Uh, and then every couple times I hit that diagonal. Yeah. Especially like if it rained or something the day before to where my, it's got the real good wheel marks, dude, I stand, that's when I stand there on the, that's when I stand there on the corner and I'm like, look at this fucking grass. I always do diagonal. Do you? Mm-hmm. I just feel yeah. like, I feel like my house doesn't have a ton of curb appeal right now because mm-hmm. we're still working on the outside of it. And I feel like that's one little kind of the salt guy, yeah. the little chef's oh, kiss yeah. salt, uh, salt bay. Yeah. That's like a little bit. It just elevates a little bit. Like, ooh, he cared enough to go diagonally. Well, my fucking dude, my neighbor across the street has got the most pristine grass, and he has uh he's there with his wife, um, no kids, and I have no idea what hours this dude works. Cause like, I'll see him like come home at night sometimes, and then other times like, I'll be home working, and he's like fucking cutting the grass like noon. I'm like, what do you, what do you fuck do you do? Like, how, why do you have so much time to cut your grass and shit? But it pisses me off. I come out there, I see his grass all the time, and I'm like. Even on days I don't want to cut my grass, I'm like, I gotta fucking cut my grass. It's bullshit. You have people in your neighborhood that you gotta compete with? No, and I don't care enough. Like that's the thing is like, are you one of those dudes that like do you like do edging on the sidewalk? Fuck yeah. Jesus well, Christ. I got a, I got a little thing. I got a weed whacker, and like yeah, the I head know. of it turns. I know, I, dude. It takes forty seconds, I and know. it literally makes your shit look great. I know. No, I you just don't. I, if you know, you would do it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Actually. Uh, yeah, because, uh, like, my dude, my friend across the street from me takes very good care of his lawn, and he has, like, uh, s- like some organic place come out and spray it once every two weeks, something like that, and they put a little stake in the gar- in the yard that says it's, like, organic something. Won't fuck up your animals. Anyway, uh, so he takes really good care of his, his shit, but I just, I just don't really care that much. I, like, I, I want to keep it neat, but not, like... I'm just not like crazy about stuff, and I'm not like the guy who's like sweeping the sidewalk when he's done. Dude, I got a fucking uh, backpack gas-powered leaf blower. <laughs> I fucking throw that my Husqvarna joint on, and I'm like, Me? man, you're serious. I got all the shit. I you got know, all the when, when we first, when when Sierra and I first uh, got married, and like had our own house, and we were talking about like stuff like that, and she's goes, she's like, yeah, my dad used to be like one of those guys who was just like everything about his yard was perfect all the time and she kept saying it in a way that was like you need to get your ass insinuating and i said i'm gonna straight up be honest with you right now this is a long time ago i was like i'll straight up be honest with you i'm not that kind of guy when it comes to yard work <laughs> i'm i'm like yeah. make it neat like straighten up the yard basically mm-hmm. But now you've got me feeling guilty with the fucking backpack and the edge trimmer and all this shit. And so, did, I, did I tell you the time that, like, everything got stolen from my garage? No. Okay. Well, when I lived over in uh, fucking Westgate, you know how Westgate is. It's like Westgate's awesome. Everything around it is garbage, you know. And, like, the cops will tell you, like, all the junkies come to Westgate to quote-unquote shop, which means they're looking for shit to steal to sell for opioids. Um, so uh, Amy comes in one day and she goes – Hey, did you move your toolbox? I'm like, what the fuck you mean? She's like, I don't know. It just looks smaller than normal. And I was like, I know. That's f-. And I, was, I started getting worried. I'm like, what the fuck? So I go out and I'm like, we never entered through the side door, like the man door. Uh, we just 
popped up in the, the key code, you know, pop open the garage door. So like it's going up and I'm, I can't even wait. I'm like looking under it. All of a sudden I see the top of my toolbox is gone and I'm like, holy shit. So then I'm like, I do this quick scan and we had so much shit in there. I see my bike is gone. Fuck. My other bike is gone. Oh shit. My lawnmower is gone. Holy shit. My table saw is gone. Dude, these motherfuckers wiped me out. The only thing they left that was of value was Amy's two bikes, which they stole my two bikes, left her two bikes, and my fucking leaf blower. <laughs> so, like, that's the only thing I got, like, you know what I mean, from from uh, back at the old place was leaf blower. So I, f- I fucking use that shit. It's tight. Oh, gas-powered. Gas, yeah. Like, you know, going hard with that shit. Yeah, like, you, the oil-water, or, I mean, oil-gas mixture, fucking get the primer out, got to... That thing takes forever to start, but it is a beast. I don't want to keep us on like this old man shit. Dude, we're fuck- dude. Like we got on a tangent about some the, grass. The, some pe- some people listening to this have fucking checked out. I, like you guys have, literally talking about mowing. There's some gnats. There some is some fucking in here. gnats in here. I know. At least we don't have bands playing in the background today. Yeah, it um, did smell like uh, what did I call it? Jazz cabbage. Jazz cabbage. The devil's lettuce. Devil's lettuce. I don't. Ha- yeah, you're fucking. You. No, we walked into this joint. And it smelled like a joint. It did. I wonder. Somebody obviously was here jamming. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you about something else that you did this fucking weekend. Oh, real quick, I will one last. Thing you got that, one last grass thing. One, <laughs> <laughs> one one last grass thing to fucking sneak in. Yeah, one last thing about mowing the lawn. It, you know, especially sat. I mowed it Saturday morning, and it was like ten o'clock Saturday morning, and it was like. Do, eight, do you realize eight, we're 25 minutes in? It's almost been all grass. I don't care. Um, <laughs> Go on. <laughs> You mowed it Saturday morning. Mowed it Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. It was already 85 and like 177% mm. humidity. Yeah. The perfect hangover cure. All sweating it out? Oh, my God, man. I, I, I'm I, not going to lie to you. I was in bad shape on Saturday morning after uh, we had a, we had fire pit uh, drinks on on Friday night. I actually have another funny mowing story about that. Won't do it right now, though. Yeah. Let's, let's save some of uh, our mowing gold. Uh, but uh, got... Um, fire pit wasted you know which is where you're staring at one thing so you're not taking in how your vision looks yeah so you just keep i think i made it through half a bottle of whiskey or something like that and then i was feeling like shit on saturday you know why you were drowning your sorrows drown i said drowning i put a d in there damn it why do i keep doing that i keep putting letters in that shouldn't be after i made fun of people drowning drowning anyway i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fuck you up but like i gotta ask you you Went somewhere Friday, and I, I I have to make fun of you for this. Where'd you go Friday? I went to Detroit on Friday. How many hours does it take to get to Detroit? <sighs> Three and a half. Yeah, okay. And you, why'd you go to Detroit? I had a meeting. How long was this meeting? Two hours. <laughs> I'm just going to, just some quick maths real quick. Uh, Three and a half hours Yeah. for a two-hour meeting. We left at 7.15 a.m. And you fucking just turned around and came back. We walked out the building, got in the car, and the entrance of the freeway is right there. Did you at least consider the link that I sent you? Did you open it? I was telling you you should go you should go visit this place while oh, you're yeah, yeah, the I fucking did, did. moist towelette museum. Yeah, that was a, that's an hour and a half in the other direction. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That yeah, was it, Lansing. Hey, look. If you if you were going three and a half, okay, let's just call it seven hours. You drove seven hours for a two hour meeting. Dude, it was brutal. And, and we are like we're like prime fucking millennials with every type of consumable video chat system available. 
99.9% of them are free, and you drove seven hours, and you can't drive an hour and a half to go to the Moist Towelette Museum? Well, for one, I wasn't driving. Two, I wanted to be home as soon as humanly possible. I, it, 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 but, they, but they have their own Moist Towelettes. Not only was it Friday, but or not only was it a long drive for a meeting, but it was Friday, the day that you're not supposed to have to dress up, and I was wearing basically a suit. Yeah, I saw that. You fucking formal Fridays. That's a thing. Like I had dress pants on and I had a shirt tucked in and I had a jacket on. This is not me. No. It's not how I dress. Did you even dress like that at your wedding? Yes. I wore a tux. Well, I don't know. Fuck yeah. I wasn't fucking there. No, 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 no. I wore a tux. Um, but um, yeah, it was it was unnecessarily brutal. You know, it was one of those client relationship things. It was just, you know, to show, hey, we're we're yeah. in it. But yeah, there was nothing about that meeting that could not have been done over the phone. Nothing, nothing that would have said like we're in it. Like you guys are our number one clients. Like if you'd have diverted and showed up to the Moist Towelette Museum first and brought them some souvenirs, you'd be like, "Look, I, I know that this is a big thing." In you're really Michigan. down. You're really down with these Moist Towelettes. You know, I think it's just because it's a weird fucking thing. I've always had this dream of like going on Route 66 and doing all the weird Route 66 shit. And when I went to Philly, I went to the I don't know if it's Mutter or Muter Museum. Have you ever been there? Oh, Weird. that's the what, like, like the oddities and shit? Super fucking oddities. And technically, that Moist Talent Museum it is technically an oddity. I've always really liked that shit. Dude, these gnats, they really are gnatting around. Is there a here. dirty diaper in here or there something? There must be. Jesus. Um, I've always really liked that shit, so... When I saw that, I was like, that's a fucking weird thing. That's like, uh... I mean, have you ever been to that... I don't even know if it's there anymore, but that large, like, Longenberger basket in Ohio? I've driven past it. Yeah, I mean, even shit like that. Like, I would totally stop and... Yeah. I don't know. Like, what's the guy equivalent of selfie? Like, hard style? Like, I would hard style in front of that. You know what I'm saying? They, have you noticed that? That's like the guy equivalent of selfie. Kind of, yeah. It kind of is. Yeah. And we had... Or at uh, least, like, if... Or at least not taking the picture yourself, having someone take a picture of you and then doing something... Oh, yeah. That's a little bit flexy. Do you remember what they used to call, like, all that hard styling and shit? Like, before it was called hard style. I don't know where that came from, but it was just called the prison pose. Hmm. Yeah, that I mean, maybe it was situational where you grew up and who you grew up around. You got that nat. You like that? Yeah, you got that. Uh, nat. Yeah, that's weird. That, that I don't know. Prison I, pose. Yeah, I did. I have a picture somewhere. I, I I should find it. I have a picture somewhere of Rowan, my oldest son, um, when he was probably a year and a half or two years old, like hard styling in front of a fucking Ferrari. Very nice. <laughs> it was like parked down the street from my house. I took uh, I took some photos of Hayden doing something similar, and I fucking in uh, in like uh, er like erasable marker, whatever you call it, washable marker on his fingers. I wrote Lego life on his knuckles, and I had him like you know getting his pose on and shit like tough as fuck, but with Lego life on his fingers. It's funny, like I forget how many like weird pictures I take of my kids, like where I'm like trying to do funny stuff with it. Like there was another one. But I use that app Time Hop. It shows you like this is what you posted last year yeah. on this day and the year before and the year before. And I found one the other day that was like seven, six, seven years old. Roe was probably four or five, and he's like standing in my kitchen and he's just like holding like tons of twenties. Mm-hmm. Who knows why we had a bunch of cash out, but like he just had like a big ass pile of twenty in his hand. He's like like that, and it's, I just forget yeah. about all those like weird photos where we're trying to get our kids to flex funny. Yeah, I like that shit. Do you have any um do you have any weird stories from like uh you hit it 
you fucking set this thing up to a T. You were in here doing activities, swinging your arms around, making sure you wouldn't hit anything, and then and then you, I leaned over. Yep, and hit it with your fucking head. You gotta be kidding me. Um, you were saying, yeah, yeah. Do you have any stories from grade school that stick out in your mind? Oh, it could be anything. It could hmm. be a funny story or just a, just a story in general that just sticks out in your mind. Oh, uh, let's see. If you want, I can give you a second to think about it. Yes. Be, Go if you've got one. Yeah, I've got one only because this popped in my head the other day. So when I was in uh, second grade, we were playing kickball. And, you know, I was, I've was i always been very competitive. I'm not really sure why or where that came from, but I've been, always been very competitive. I think it's like this – I have this need to prove that, like, I'm decent at things. So I'm going hard in kickball. And I go to kick the ball and 100% shit myself. <laughs> I mean, 100% shit myself. I don't know if I was holding back farts. I don't, I don't remember the situation, but I shit myself. And then, you know, like in grade school, they make you line up, you know, recess bell ends, all the different grades or classes or whatever they are. They go line up in their line. Uh, I'm lining up. I got my fucking hands behind me because I, I just know that like, I just know there's some kind of visual, you know, element to this story. I got my hands. Go back to class, and we got to do something where we go up to the board. And again, I'm in second grade. I think I'm slick as fuck. I'm up at the board. I got one hand behind me, still covering my butthole, <laughs> and then I'm doing whatever at the uh, I'm doing whatever at the board. And some fucking kid yells, "He don't want to let go of his ass because he shit himself." <laughs> <laughs> and dude, oh. I got so fucking embarrassed. I ran out to the hall. Teacher comes out, talks to me. He says, "Did you have an accident?" I'm like, "Yes." Sends me to the office, and uh, they call my mom. My mom doesn't drive, and I mean, we didn't live too far from the school. I'd say a mile and a half. Mom doesn't drive. Uh, she calls my aunt, my aunt Diane, to come get me. And I remember my my aunt Diane like lecturing me, like, you know, you can't leave the poop in your butt like that. Like it's acidic. It'll it'll mess up your butt. It'll eat your skin off and all this shit, dude. What, <laughs> dude? I was so afraid to shit myself. I mean, I should have been afraid to shit myself anyway, but I was so afraid of shitting myself after that. And that story, I don't want to say it traumatized me, but it definitely, it's the only time I ever shit myself in my life. Well, I mean, with the exi- exception of like, you know, being under five type thing. But that is the only time. I totally tried to shit myself one time. It was a on purpose type thing. When I was a baby for Halloween, <laughs> And, and I had a onesie on and I had a diaper, uh, bonnet, had a bottle I was carrying around and like I was making the bartenders like fill up my bottle instead of a cup. I was drinking Absolute and Cranberries out of a bottle all night, cut the tip off of the nipple so it'd come out faster. And I all night I was like, oh, I'm going to shit myself or something by the end of this. I got to shit in this diaper. I couldn't even make myself pee in that diaper. Uh, I think I might be able to do that, but I could not. Couldn't do it. You couldn't shit in a diaper? Or are you saying you could pee or shit? I could probably pee. I couldn't shit. We should, I, we should do one of the episodes. Uh, we should literally just do one of the episodes in diapers and see if we could uh, just do it. No, this that makes also just makes me feel weird. It does. It, my body will not physically release piss. Like, like I, but just the idea of like hanging out with another grown man just sitting here by ourselves <laughs> in this little room saying, oh, oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. It's the big one. <laughs> nope, nope. Not, didn't do it. Not again. Nope. Yeah, you know, I can't. Do uh, it. I can't even pee when I'm in like the ocean. Like my goal when I went to Florida last time was like I'm gonna piss in this ocean. I couldn't uh, even do it. My I body no, I won't no do it. I got no problems peeing. Really? I got no problems peeing in pools, ocean, and that shit. That's why I don't swim in pools, right there. No, nah, man, the chlorine is so hard. Does chlorine kill the pee? 
I don't pee in I don't pee in pools. I Come bet on, you do. man. Did you do you tell your kids like there's a special dye in here and if you pee there'll be a dye? No, I haven't. You. But I it's it is weird that I didn't figure out till deep. I was deep into my adulthood that that is pretty much a total line of bullshit. Oh yeah, no it it's a real thing. It it they do make that. It's just I know nobody but, actually. Yeah, yeah that's uses so that. bullshit. Okay, so here's a story I have. It, my mind immediately went to a high school story, and I do have a pretty good high school story, but I'm going to table that for now because it's funny, but I should tell it. Um, but in second grade, um, I my group of – oops. Sorry. Sorry. Hey, man. Spill it. It's just got Tolex. Um, but, uh, you know – Second uh, grade. Second grade, and my whole group of uh, – my crew that I hung out with, we – we're really getting into drawing. We were all like the kids who were the 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 kids who just were doodling all day. We would draw like I remember drawing like really crazy war scenes and stuff like that with tanks and jets and guns and you know just seven seven year old boy shit. That shit would and, never go over nowadays. No, you, you'd have the fucking cops called in there. I I remember distinctly. It's like the the burn in your mind thing. I remember like one drawing of like. A dude who who like had been shooting out of a window and was shot. So he was just hanging over, and there was like a big splat of blood on the wall where he was hanging over. And she's like, I was this seven is, years this old, is second man. grade, second grade. Jesus. Anyway, uh, we all drew. We were all drawing on our desks with pencil okay. this day, and we were all drawing on our desks, and we got busted because we're seven years old, and seven year olds are stupid. Sure. <laughs> and uh, she, our teacher, Mrs. Rexford. Also, probably my first teacher crush, if I think about it. Anyway, uh, I was seven. Mine was third grade. Go on. And uh, she took us out one by one. I was the third of the three. Took us out in the hallway one by one. And she, I go out there and she goes, I'm going to ask you an honest question. I want an honest answer. Did you draw on your desk in there? Because we're not supposed to do that. And I was like, no, I didn't draw my desk. <laughs> Yeah, other than the fact that my desk like says my name on it and there's yeah. pencils drawn all over it. <laughs> Colin fucking Simula was here. Um and um me. she goes, Well, Ben and Christian both admitted to it. So um if if they draw on their desks and you're the third one, did did you draw on your desk? And I said, Nope. Never back down. I that's probably one of the only times in my life that I've like bold faced lied to somebody. And like not back down. I don't know if she told my mom about it. I should ask my mom if she if she even I just hit that again. Um, if she even said anything about it, because like it's like burned deeply in my mind as like the first time I remember like really lying about something and not fucking giving a shit. Yeah. That's weird, man. And I don't remember any repercussions for it. I don't know. Yeah, I have lots of like weirdo stories from school from from various years that just Stick in my mind. I think the reason that that second grade thing does, other than the fact that it was the first and only time that I remember shitting myself, I've t I've told that to my kid before, and periodically he reminds me of it. He's just like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, you shit yourself in second grade. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'm like, come on. Like, what the fuck? I don't know if that's like, <coughs> that's like his uh, payback for like, you know, when we embarrass him and, and shit like that. But, yeah, he'll just periodically remind me of that shit. Now, I remember another time. So I went to a Catholic middle school. I think I've said that before. So sixth through eighth, I was in this Catholic middle school. And if you know anything about Catholic middle schools, you'll know that they all participate in some form of fucking gambling. 
like that i don't know what it is that ties gambling and the church is like so closely at the hip but all the times i remember gambling as a child have been at like school festivals that were it's just the catholics by the way the catholics are the only ones about gambling dude that's that must have been why when i was religious i identified with the catholics evangelicals that gambling was a big time sin Really? Oh yeah. Oh well, we fucking we gambled it up. I mean, we, that's one way. We, we that's one thing that we thought the Catholics were heretics on was really? like they've somehow twisted the Bible to make it okay to gamble. That's why I I disagree with any of that. By the way, gambling's fine within reason. <laughs> within within reason, it's, it sounds not like if you have a problem with gambling, here's a number. Yeah, <laughs> I, w- I, I can get I'll get the number and I'll put it right here. No, what- I didn't mean it like that. You know what I mean, though? Like, it, it's it's crazy to me that a religion would put their foot down so hard against gambling when a big chunk of that same religion puts their foot down so hard for Dude. it. So I'm going to I, I want to come back to this because I've got I've got thoughts that I want to say on that whole thing. But I'm going to quickly tell this story. So uh we had an attic in our school. It was like a, you know, we had the first floor, second floor, and then like this little door you can go in and you can go to the attic. When you get to a certain point, I remember there was a fence. The fence must have been somewhere between 10 and 15 feet tall, chain link fence. As kids, we used to climb that shit. I don't remember why we were just loose in the school. I, I, that's what I can't fucking remember. And I wish, I wish I knew or liked anybody from that time frame. Uh, and could ask them, like, what the fuck were we doing? But I remember climbing over that fence and finding boxes of things. Like, we found lighters and shit. <clears throat> lighters and, like, I don't even remember. Like, bingo daubers. Like, all kinds of weird shit. And, I mean, like a like a Catholic, I just would steal it. Because I was a shithead kid. And I'm like, I want this lighter for myself. I don't like know why. Like a Catholic. I don't, I don't really know if that's a Catholic thing. Like. Um, I want to get back to this, though. I, w- I want to ask your opinion on something. So that's the fucking strange thing about religion to me, and that's the thing that's always got me. And I'm not going to take us in a super deep religion conversation, but... The I'll thing, go there, baby. The thing that has always got me is how, like, a lot of religions are very, like, this is the way it is, and all the other ones are wrong. And it's crazy to me that how you're brought up or where you're fucking born just kind of determines your religion. And, like, people are so sure... That like Catholicism or like whatever is like the religion and they think these ones halfway across the world aren't. But had that same person just been born there, they'd be absolutely 100% certain that that was the right religion and all the other ones. And that's the fucking crazy thing that gets me about religion is there's so many all competing to to get that attention and to, to say like they're the right one or whatever. But like at the end of the day, like religion just like – and this may be where we slightly differ. I've always thought like religion was like a way to kind of control people and have and show you like actions have consequences. Like, dude, think about the commandments. Like, don't fucking sleep with your neighbor's wife. Like, do not bang your neighbor's wife. That should be common sense. But instead, here's a commandment. And if you do it, you're just, I don't know, going to burn in fire and hell and shit like that. Like before we had things set up and jails and shit like that, it was a weird way to control people. And that's kind of like what I always thought. But I really appreciate my religious upbringing because I actually think a lot of my morals came from that part of me. 100%. And I love the argument of you can't have morals without religion. And I'd like to hear your take on can you have morals without religion? Yes. Um, absolutely. And it was I kind of got – I kind of 
I didn't feel like talking about it at the time, but I said something provocative around my mom who is a, who's very devout and, um, in a really meaningful way. And, uh, I said that I, I brought up the idea of Christian atheism because it exists there, there is an, there is a, there is a movement of that, that, that believe that no, they reject the idea of God. Um, but, um, believe that like the Jesus way of living is the right way to live Mm. and really believe that the writers of the Bible were writing something that felt really true to them, even if they don't actually think it's true. So there is, there is that, and you know, this is, this is, uh, you could get me going on this really hard, but, uh, you know, the funny thing about, about all of the schisms, all of the division is, you know, you say there's so many, a lot of it though is it's, it's, factions of one thing mm-hmm. you know you can you you know there's schools of thought that that um, believe that um old testament christianity um judaism and islam all worshiping the same god allah yahweh was all the same god and we've all just kind of split in our beliefs and mm-hmm. then that happened more and more within the christian church sure. and happened more and more within those smaller divisions of the christian church and everybody is just arguing about this thing and and i kind of want to take this to a higher level because i was talking about this with my friend the other night we were watching um on showtime there's a documentary series about wu-tang clan called of mikes and men oh, four that's... episodes i'm two episodes in and dude it is so good Sign up for a free trial of Showtime if you don't have it and watch the four episodes. I mean, I've only watched two of them, but it's really, really good. Anyway, they were talking about how some of them came up in the 5% Nation of Islam, which is like really hardcore, uh, like black supremacist Islam or something. You know, it's it's really black identity mm. Islam. And s- s- forgive me if supremacist is not the right word for that, but it it is it is an extreme you know, uh, 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 sect of Islam and, uh, and listening to them talk, listening about all the talk about the, you know, truth and freedom and love and acceptance and all this stuff. And I was just thinking about it and it's just like, man, you look across the world, Christians, Catholics, Jews, Muslims, Hindus, Buddhists, atheists, agnostics, doesn't matter, dude, we're all chasing after the same thing. And that thing is understanding of our place in the world and how we can make it better for the most part. Most of us yeah. believe that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I have a big problem with people who weaponize religion. And I d- couldn't agree more. And that is the thing that is that gets lost very quickly is there is this idea that morality only exists within religion. But on, one would only need to look at the current landscape of American Christian culture to realize that that type of morality has nothing to do with anything and they really just want power morality can absolutely exist outside of 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 religion because we all understand the concept of taking care of our neighbor Mm -hmm. we all understand the concept of giving somebody the benefit of the doubt we all understand the concept of it is better to love than to hate you know what I mean like there's some of these kind of foundational things that we all can tend to agree on so I think that's Agree. that's where we need to start across the board, not not just religion, politics, culture, everything. We need to start with, yeah, but we agree that like we all just want our kids to have like a safe, loving environment to grow up in. 
Like, yep. you know what I mean? And we can I, I hash think, out the other bullshit. I think one of the biggest things that stops things like that from happening is the fact that nobody actually nobody actually debates or argues in a manner that's proactive. Like, typically, what I mean by that is, like, if you say something, I should be listening to what you're saying and actually rebutting, using pieces of what you said and, and either refuting it or rebutting against what you're saying. That doesn't happen. When you listen to arguments nowadays, they're pretty much just people that look like they're sitting there, you know, like a like a fucking small dog is sitting there waiting on you to throw a ball. Like they're so excited. They just want you to stop talking so they can say their point again in a different manner. And that's what fucking drives me nuts. I just try to tune all that shit out. See, and that's, you know, the internet and social media are a really good thing. They're a really powerful tool. They're like, they changed the way everyone does life. Okay. Oh, yeah. They're very powerful and they, in their, in the core, this, this, this connectedness across the world is a great thing. But what it has created, especially in places like Twitter that have limited, you know, um, 280 characters, 280 characters you know, it has turned discourse. Oh, it's, it's, it's taken discourse out of the equation. There is no discourse anymore. It is all, I'm yelling louder. I'm getting my point out. That's it. Yeah. I'm not listening. That's the problem. That is what has ruined our culture is that everybody has stopped listening and joined their little camp of people who agree with them. And they're and, just retweeting and shit. And just middle fingers up. Yeah. I mean, that's where we're at. And I'm going to pull us out of this. Uh, I, you know, I'm going to pull us out of this like kind of serious conversation because I think you and I both can get into these and we can stay here for whole episodes. Absolutely. But I'm going to pull us out of this, and when we start talking about social media and and how it's changed things, um, first I want to know, did you have a MySpace? Mm-hmm. Of course. I had a Friendster, dude. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that one. Of course I had MySpace. Wow. There are so many, like, weird, just forgotten about, you know, social media, social networking, social everything sites. And there's even been some to pop up to try to rival Instagram, and I was so hype on them. I wanted them to succeed. They, of course, didn't. But. Were, uh, yeah, I'm going to show my scene cred here. Were you on Makeout Club? Dude, I was not on Makeout Club. But I, I, I what was the one? That was, was Only a, Undies or something? Was that another one? That was one. Yeah, I remember that. That was one. kind of a, it was kind of like a, somebody took the Makeout Club concept and like made it even funnier. Which is, I mean, that's all that's happening right now with all these various ones. They're just taking Instagram and just, just. What I'm saying know, is them. MOC was there before them all. Sure. Whoever whoever uh, came up with the idea for Makeout Club deserves some royalties. Yeah, from like all this shit. Uh, no, so anyway, MySpace. Back yeah, to MySpace. MySpace. <laughs> one thing that I fucking miss, but I, I, it's like on one hand, I, I, I'm glad it's gone. One thing I miss though, top eights. So, did you have all real people in your top eight? Probably. Really. So I used to, I don't know about you, but I used to fucking modify MySpaces and like take take over the CSS and like you know do full fucking and I charge people. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem, Jeff. What it, I mean, what, why was I part of the problem? There there was a demand, right? And I was the supply. No man, you monetize that demand. I get it. I yes, get it. That's all I, I get. Did. It. But you know what you did? What you made the internet a lot worse for all of us because why? all it did was 
made your CPU feel like it wanted to jump off a cliff. Nah, my shit was optimized. Come on. (laughs) Come on. You know I saved. You minified that CSS. You minified that shit. I saved everything. You took out the line breaks. Yeah. And I saved everything (laughs) from Photoshop. I always saved it in like the save for web. Remember that where it stripped out all the color palettes like that your picture wasn't using and shit and made your photo really soft. You can actually still do that in Photoshop if you save that. How many external? Yeah, of course. I use Photoshop every day. Legacy. Uh, how, uh, how how many uh, JavaScript scripts were you calling in on that shit? Because that's the stuff that wo- weighed it way down. Yeah, but they added so many features in, you didn't have to. I, I remember finding all these sites of like the like what the various layers were. Like this CSS layer is called this, and then you just had to put yours in there in a section that was before that one, and just took it over. It was yeah, tight I as know. fuck. I know. Yeah, so I used to charge people like two hundred and fifty or three hundred bucks. Fuck, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. No, you're part of the solution then. Yeah, it was tight as fuck. And, uh, but here, here's the real kicker. Like, here's one thing that I used to do. Totally not proud of it. And there are people still doing concepts like this today. You remember when they finally added the ability to add music to MySpace? Well, first of all, do you remember when it was, it was just MySpace and then uh, bands were using it and shit? And they were like, oh, if you're a band and using it, click here to convert your profile over to a band profile. So I did that. And you could set the fir- you could set a song to play when somebody went to your page, a song auto-played. Right. And people used to judge you by your fucking MySpace plays. Like, if they went to your page and your band had, like, you know, a thousand plays a day or something, they're like, oh, fuck, it's a legit band. So what I... This is so, so booty of me, but this is what I used to do. So I used to charge people, and I'd write a script that would open a web page, it'd oh, start playing their song, and then it would, after, like, three minutes, it would close their web page, and then just open it again. You motherfucker. And then I would send it to them, and then five or six people could be running the script, and you just have to leave the house and just let that shit run. It would open the website, go right to the MySpace, that URL, song would play, close, and do that over and over. And, I mean, you're not generating a lot, right? you, you got to think three minutes, however many times you can do yeah. per day, five computers, yeah. whatever. But there's still shit like that going on today. Like the With Spotify, people run that shit up. You think so? No, that happens. Like, like people will make playlists of oh, one yeah, song yeah. and just play it overnight. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't think about that. Um, those curated playlists, though, those are the fucking... That's like the holy grail. That's what people want to get on. If you get on those curated playlists, your shit can go from you have no plays to you're on some curated playlist and you're getting a gazillion plays. I mean... That's that, how the end of the ocean did it. Exactly. That That's who I had in mind. They're fucking cashing checks. Yeah, it's crazy. That's what I'm saying. That's how they went to. That's how they went on a first tour overseas. Yeah, they use that Spotify money. Yeah, that's tight as shit though. They're still making that Spotify money too. Really? It's crazy. Dude, it's just still like, coming. You know, one song's got like fucking 15 million plays or some shit like that. It's that's the crazy. one that I think is on the yeah, curated. But, but since then, now some have like 10 and two, and you know, like like Damn. they're getting millions of plays on. We've talked about this before. They fucking fuck, deserve it regardless. Yeah, oh like. Yeah. They could have gotten that anyway, and the reason they got on the curated playlist because somebody recognized the fucking talent of that band. But mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I know people are still doing that. And I know people are buying likes and buying fucking friends and you know buying all that bullshit. That but, MySpace music's gone now, though. You know, I actually had some songs on MySpace, um, and I tried to find them one day. And don't you remember, like a few years ago, Justin Timberlake's company like invested in MySpace, and it was going to like come back and be this. It big was thing. Justin Timberlake and the Napster guy. Really? Yeah, Sean Parker and Justin Timberlake bought MySpace to turn it into a streaming music site, and it just faded off into the. Abyss. Yeah, but you heard what happened like two weeks ago. No, they fucking lost 
10 years of uh, 15 years of music. It's what? gone. So so every all the music that was on Spotify, everything we just talked or not Spotify, MySpace, everything we just talked about that being a being in a band. People like me, I was going to say, people like me who design band websites, yeah. once MySpace became the band place, well fuck me then. Like nobody called me for websites anymore because yeah. it was all just MySpace. Anyway, they were fucking paying you. Yeah. They um were. but yeah, no, they just lost like I don't know what happened. Like they lost a server somewhere or something like that and the music is gone. So it's actually been fucked up for a while. And and I I know this because a couple years ago I actually found one of my old pages. That just had random shit that I had done. Like it, I put up a, a couple of just random songs I did by myself, and I put up like a Young Jeezy cover, and I put up just some bullshit like that. Um, I found the actual page, I found the songs, and when I would click on them, it, it would try and it would never play. And I, I tried multiple fucking times. I did the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and so the shit's been gone for a minute. Like let's be honest, it's fucking been gone for a minute. Dude, Dude you're fucking, you're tearing that thing Jesus. up. Jesus. Um. So something else that I was thinking about over this last week since we've got together. I went to McDonald's. Okay. And I don't do that a shit ton. I do. I fuck I mean, I fucking love McDonald's. Uh, single cheeseburgers for life. Too much bread. No, that's ah. We've had this conversation. We did have this conversation, but regardless, I went to McDonald's. <laughs> And uh, I was I was thinking like, man, these have really fucking changed. Like I walk in the one by me and it's got this big ass screen and like I order myself and I grab a number and I sit down. I'm like, this is the fucking landscape of McDonald's has really changed. Mm-hmm. It used to be like the place to go for those big play areas, like the ball pit and the fucking tubes and shit like that. And it got me like reminiscing about those type of days, which it's ironic that McDonald's is always called like, you know, oh, fat people. Oh, they eat a lot of McDonald's and shit like that. But it's like, damn, McDonald's used to actually provide you a place where you could play some of that fucking fat and energy off, right? They don't do that anymore. No, they do. But those places, that only exists like out in the sticks now. It's only older ones. It's because ones. they haven't been flipped into these new modern yeah, ones yet. Yeah. So that shit's going away. It's on its way out, right? But it reminded me of like the greatest time in history, like the pinnacle of kid places at McDonald's. Do you remember when like they all had Nintendo 64s? Fuck yeah, dude. Was that not the shit? There yeah, is, man. There's nothing like that anymore. Like The McDonald's at Easton used to be crazy. I wasn't even a kid then. But that what? they had like video games. That's and they what had, I'm saying. And, like, okay, here, I'll, I'll, take it, I'll take it even more. I think uh, I'll have to ask my mom to correct this one. I want to say my sixth birthday. Was that McDonald's? Okay. Like, they used to host birthday parties. That's so cool. Uh, th- like, the, they had, like, the people come out with the suits on and shit like that. They used really? to host birthday parties, Did, did Ronald show up? Yeah, I think. Fuck. I should ask my mom. I'm, I might be lying. I did have a birthday party there, and I do know they hosted birthdays. I might be totally lying about the mascots. You know, uh, where I used to love going to birthday parties was fucking um, United States of America. Is that what's now Skate Zone 71? No. Oh. Totally different thing. Uh, United States of America was on the east side by East Lamal. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what the fuck it's called. I don't even know if it's still there. Um, But they had... What the fuck was his name? It, like Skatosaurus Rex or some shit like that. Like they had this dinosaur that would come out and skate. And that's where I learned the chicken dance. The... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's where I fucking learned it. I learned it at skate parties. Not at a wedding? No. Dude, Weird. I don't, I don't even know that I've been to any wedding no I, I went to one wedding okay i was like a ring 
I, you know what? I'm fucking talking shit. I don't know if I was a ring bearer. I feel like I was a ring bearer. I really don't fucking know. I got a. I know there's a picture on my mom's like dresser. You know, like some dressers have mirrors on top of them or whatever. She's got a a picture tucked in right there. I've got to be six, maybe seven. I've got the fucking tuxedo on. I've got the spiked hair. I've got the glasses that don't fit my face. Um, and I was I was definitely in the wedding. I can only assume I was a ring bearer, but I don't remember that whole fucking part of my life. And other than that, I think the next time I went to or was in a wedding, I was well into adulthood. <laughs> did you fucking, did you go to a lot of weddings or something? Must have. I have a lot of memories of weddings. Really? Family and shit? Yeah. Big family, lots of, um, you know, uh, you know, divorce, like crazy family. So there's lots of step, lots of step, lots of extended people. Yeah, I went to a lot of weddings. <laughs> um, I do remember. I remember one. I was probably like six or seven years old, and it was my mom's stepsister, and she was marrying some rich as fuck lawyer in Chicago. They lived in Michael Jordan's neighborhood. Oh shit! I mean, like rich as fuck. And I I remember their wedding. Now I was probably six or seven, so I'm probably. Uh, projecting a lot of stuff onto this, but like I remember, no, but I remember it feeling like some like, like straight up like eighties Miami shit, like just fucking marble. You remember blank check? Yeah. Like some shit Shit like that. that. Yeah. They had a roller coaster in their basement. Yeah. They had this in their backyard at their mansion. They had a fucking, uh, they had like McDonald's style tubes and like their playground. Oh, their fucking playground. Like a big ass fucking thing. Jesus. Um, yeah, but I do remember their wedding feeling like super fancy, but I was like six years old, so I could be totally. Yeah, like what the fuck is fancy as a six year old or a seven year old? I just remember marble, a lot of marble. I don't even fucking think I knew what marble. I knew what marbles were, <laughs> but I didn't know what the fuck marble was at six or seven. Closest thing I got is my grandma lived in the fucking hood. It was tight as shit. Uh, so what is now? Fuck, I don't know. Old Town East, uh, over by the. Um, hospital and shit my grandma lived in in that area when it was bad as fuck and i remember she had a little wall out front and when they did the wall they pushed marbles like actual like little marbles all over it and i spent a good part of my childhood trying to take those marbles out (laughs) like my little fucking fingers just scratching at it over and over like i was going to get marble out of concrete that was me yeah now i wasn't left outside like that but i was definitely picking at them marbles um speaking of childhood do you have any fucking scars like from childhood? You know, uh, not really. I'm not a big, I was never, my brother was the one who was always getting hurt. I was a little bit soft. <laughs> we'll just say I was a soft, nerdy kid. Okay. And, but not, not much has changed. No. I do have oh. right here on the side of my thumb was the first time I got stitches, but I was at that point, I was like 13 or 14, something like that. I was cutting a, I was babysitting my siblings and I was cutting a, sandwich with a butcher knife for some reason and because you were fucking hard fuck yeah dude and i sliced it and it was just you know in looking back on it like i could have just wrapped it tightly and it would have been fine yeah but i was babysitting and i was young and i freaked out and i called 911 oh shit <laughs> so then my mom had to pay fucking 250 bucks or no whatever way. that shit cost oh man it cost money huh I thought it only cost money if, like, it was a bullshit call. Was it that bullshit of a call where oh, she had to yeah. pay? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that the, the only bull- time you called 911 in your life? Yep. Really? 
Yeah. You ever fucking, you ever saved anybody? I don't mean Jesus saved. I mean, like, did you ever see anybody in a fucking situation and you jumped in? <laughs> and you fucking jumped in and saved them? Oh, the answer to your first question is they've always gotten away from me. Okay. I've tried to save a lot of people. Always got away. Don't no. you? I, I don't think you I, I, I have probably successfully done the sinner's prayer with somebody before. Anyway, um, you know, where you get them to admit that they're a sinner and they need Jesus Christ. That's the. And the, then you, what, like, kind of drown them? What? I don't know. That's, that's kind of like what I see. I, I see, like, when you're fucking giving them baptisms, you know what I'm saying? You just, like, push their head in water. No. That's I, always been the creepiest shit, like, for for babies. I'm like, you come know, on. You know, I just told my... I, I We just shifted really hard. Because, no, I've never saved anybody okay. um, in the, in that way. And I'm sure you've got a story. Like a burning car? Right. No, I... Uh, you uh, don't? Go on. Go on. And, uh, but, no, the baptism thing, I actually told my baptism story... To my coworker on the way to Detroit the other day because it's 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 kind of crazy. <laughs> well, hold on before you get into that, like you got to really run out of topics to be like, hey, want to hear my baptism story? <laughs> like, no, she brought up she was be running we were, low. Ta- we were talking about religion and she brought up baptism Damn. and I was saying that I got baptized the day I moved to Columbus. I was 18 years old mm-hmm. and. I went to a big church in Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, called Mars Hill that was run by a guy named Rob Bell, who became a pretty famous celebrity pastor, and he's, like, friends with Oprah now and shit like that. Whoa. Uh, but, like, progressive famous, not like Joel Osteen. Got it. Like, anyway, um, and the way they did baptism at this church was, like, he was always, the pastor was always, like, really obsessed with, like, like OG liturgy and stuff like that, and so we, and it was a mega church, so everybody would sign up to do it, you'd do a class or whatever to like make sure you're taking the right steps and all that stuff. Then they brought us down to this creek, lined us up, dunked one by one, and we were all wearing scrubs. It was like some 60s cult shit. It was pretty yeah. cool, actually. And um, like a pretty cool thing to see. Like it was like, I feel like 60s cult shit. <laughs> that sounds so stupid. It's like, it, to me, it was like that kind of early 60s and 70s. Uh, religion that really hippie kind of religion where it's like yeah. just baptizing people like c- cult shit give me a fucking <laughs> anyway uh th- th- what they were doing though was announcing everybody's name and you know next up we have colin simulator because you know it's a mega church you don't know everybody yeah but they had a what they fucking they had like a pa down by the creek yeah it was awesome it oh, was a shit. big it was a big cookout event event thing and um it's like a, it was like a big church cookout essentially with baptisms, yeah. and uh, so my sister was getting baptized at the same time, and or just before me. So younger they, or older? Younger, oh wait, younger. Yeah, younger. Yeah, yeah. So she, she, nine years younger. So she was nine years old doing it. Why'd they wait so long to baptize you? Oh, I was baptized as a kid, but the way you do it in evangelical Christianity, not the baby baptism stuff, uh-huh. is it's my personal choice. It's like uh, it's when I decide that it's time for me to have that symbolic entrance so into you get the first one and then you get to choose when your next one is a lot of churches don't a lot of churches believe that it's sinful to baby uh, to baptize babies really because they believe that it is a personal choice you have to make got it anyway um baptizing babies is more about i'm committing to raise this kid as a christian that's basically what baptizing babies is um anyway so they announce my sister she gets baptized they announce me and he literally says over the microphone not the pastor but like the guy and now uh, next up, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, he goes. He <laughs> Let's goes, get ready to baptize. <laughs> he, he's like, next up, we have Colin Simula, and fun fact, 
he's this is Grand Rapids, Michigan. Fun fact is, as soon as he get, comes out of the water, he's getting in his car where he's moving to Columbus, Ohio, to go to the Ohio State University. And I got fucking booed. You got booed at, at my ba- baptism. Holy I shit! I got fucking booed. Uh, I, am I the only person of all time who got booed at their baptism? I... Who? Who? I, I got mean, booed. I would love to hear if somebody out there has been booed at their baptism. You've been booed at your baptism? Hit me up. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. That's a very weird, super unique to you I story. know that was a I, big lead into that punchline, man. But that's, I mean, I got booed at my baptism. This is the, as a Christian, this is the thing. Yeah. You're getting baptized. You are saying, I am all in for Jesus Christ. And somebody hit you with the boo. Not, not somebody. Like, like fucking multiple? 400 people. Jesus Christ, there was a lot of people by this creek. Yeah, a lot man. of muddy feet. It was, like, it was like it was like Alum Creek. It's like the shit like that. You know, it's like kind of like, oh, like a whoa, reservoir. Whoa, you got dunked in Alum Creek? No, this was in Michigan. Oh, Jesus but it's Christ. But the same kind of place. You're, you're throwing me off. But it's that dirty? No, but that big. That big of a uh, space. It was enough. like a beach. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I want to tell this. I, earlier, I brought up a... Do you have a save, saving someone story? No. I've just literally always wanted to. Like, I'm... Con- <laughs> I'm I mean, we all want to save somebody. Yeah, but I'm like constantly on the lookout. Like if I see – and uh, okay, I guess I, I lightweight have a story. Like the other day we saw some smoke. Like it was me and Hayden. And, I, and it, instinctually I go, we should go see where that smoke is coming from. Like because in my mind I'm like, dude, I would love to save somebody. Like, can, like please let me save anybody. You're like, motherfucker, I'm about to run into a burning building to save someone's dog. Can't wait. Can't wait. It'll be like Pee-wee, like the, the Pee-wee movie. It'll be like that, where I come in and out of the pet shop like over and over with like, snakes and reptiles and shit. <laughs> Dude, I cannot wait to save somebody. I don't know what it is. I've just always wanted to. And not for nothing, I, I would literally just leave. I'd be like, you know, you good? Yeah, I'm out. Like, I don't want to talk to the media. I don't want to do shit. Yeah. I just want to leave, but I totally just want to save somebody. I have no idea why. That's why I asked. I just wondered, like, have you unlocked that achievement, you know, before me, somebody who wants to? Speaking tell, of, tell your fucking story. Speaking of saving people, though, one time my dad told me my dad is not a my dad's an old hippie now, but he went through a phase when he was in college where he was in the campus crusades for Christ, and their whole thing is evangelism and saving people. And I supposedly, and he still feels bad about this to this day, but supposedly he locked himself in a room with a guy, and said, "We're not leaving this room until you believe in Jesus." Oh shit! He bullied your dad. Bullied him into Jesus. Yeah. Sorry, Dad, for bringing that up. If you're listening to this, he's not listening to this. <laughs> no, nah, he's not. Uh, but uh, no, he, he feels bad about that shit, especially because he's he definitely doesn't believe that way anymore. I, I posted a couple of YouTube videos like of clips of this, and my mom sent me a text and said, "Hey, what are those uh, things you're posting?" I was like, "Did you watch them?" She's like, "No." I'm like, "What?" Then why do you? What care? the fuck? Like, <laughs> just fucking watch it. Like, it ex- <laughs> it's a video. Like, it literally walks you through what the fuck it is. Like, I don't need to describe it to you. Have you had before I tell this other story cuz this the other story is you also brought up that's something you can't do now like in school okay like draw war scenes oh, and yeah. stuff like that but before I get into that while we're on this subject do you have any friends close friends who have said to you like hey man I've been really meaning to listen to the podcast I'm sorry though I haven't I haven't listened to it yet cuz I've had at least yes. 3 or 4 people yes. say that to Yes I've me. had several and I'm like do you feel some fucking obligation I was like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, like we're just doing this to have fun. <laughs> and I've also had some like, I've also had some people listen to it that like it made me think like, damn, did I did I talk about anything that might offend this person? Oh, I've already I've already felt that way a couple times. But then again, it's like I also don't care. Yeah. 
just turn it off. Yep. Like, that's how I feel about the fucking world. Like, oh, I'm sorry, that thing offends you? Fucking don't watch it. Oh, that offends you? Turn it off. Oh, that offends you? Well, stop reading about it and commenting on it. Like, that's kind of just generally how I feel about I had a conversation. I, we, I had a conversation the other night with a couple friends around the fire about cancel culture yeah. in general. And I get it. I get the sentiment. And it's hot in our culture right now. Oh, yeah. It, but god damn, man. Like... I have said so many regrettable things and I have done so many regrettable things and I have had so many regrettable beliefs. Jesus Christ, I hope that people don't hold shit against me that I thought, said, or believed even five years ago. Like, come on. I agree. And and we actually, we have a lot of mutual friends and some of them are constantly saying shit and I read this stuff and I, just, I shake my head and sometimes I even want to respond and I'm like, nah, I don't really care. It's like, it's, if, honestly, you know, I'll... I'll put the fucking hardcore scene on blast. Any super, any hardcore kid that's like now is like super PC. Yeah. Come on, man. 15 years ago. It's not how it started. 15 years ago, everybody was calling people faggots and pussies from the microphone. Oh, yeah. That's what we did. We were tough guys. Yeah. So, no, you can't be on this moral high horse. No, I know you don't say those words anymore. And I know you don't believe that way anymore. Because everybody grows. Neither do I. Everybody grows. It, yeah, to hold shit against I'm under, I understand this is within reason. Obviously there are things that you can hold against somebody. Absolutely. Dur- but, direct attacks though. Yeah, but like, I mean, come y- on. You can't interpret somebody's whatever they're saying. You can't interpret and, and this happens a lot with com- or, uh, comedians and like jokes and shit. Like you can't interpret their joke or take what they're saying or or, or look at listen to their hyperbole and get offended by it. Like you just need to fucking move the fuck on. So I'm going to ask a question. Have you ever lost a friend over just being too fucking real with him? And this is not really related to the joking thing. This is just like on some – like talking to somebody on some real shit, they just decided they're not your friend anymore. Uh, yeah. Do you <laughs> – No. Damn, how many, no, Colin? No, no, no. I mean it, there were – I wouldn't say – Can you share the story? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have, I've also caused a lot of – I've caused a lot of – um, not caused a lot of, but I've aided in a lot of drama by being by being straight with people, um, and just because uh, I'm not like a drama kind of guy, so I'll I'll hit you straight with it, sure. like, and Same. that's that's caused a lot of tension with me and friends because I'm not willing to really give into the dramatic bullshit. Anyway, but no, I mean a couple of years ago, a couple of years ago, uh, there was another couple. With our best friends, um, and this was five years ago, four years ago, five years ago. I, I'm choosing my words carefully because I, I they don't listen to this. I don't care. Um, but we were hanging out at their house and we were just having a good time. And Sierra was in a dark place, and Sierra said some mean shit mm-hmm. about another friend venting, a mutual friend. Sure. And uh, and she will admit she'll be the first to admit that she was saying some mean shit because she was in a dark place, and she didn't really like looking back. She's like, no, I don't believe that. But I I, I was in a safe place with best friends, mm-hmm. sp- speaking my mind. And we found out that a, a couple weeks a couple weeks went by, a couple weeks, a couple months or something like that. And this friend text texted her and was just like, hey, just so you know, that stuff that you said about such and such really to me was beyond the pale and and I told her you said that stuff and uh I just don't think 
I, I can be friends with somebody who would talk that way about their friend. And, and she was just like, why, what? Like, for one, why would you do that? Two, yeah. why would you, uh, we're friends. It was a safe place. Uh, even then she was like, yeah, I was mad and I said some stupid shit, but like we're friends and it was safe. And then my boy, his, her husband, who was one of my best friends, uh, he said, you know, he just tried to, he just tried to act like, oh yeah, they'll figure it out. It's, it's no big deal. You know, it, yeah. I saw how badly my wife was hurting and I knew what was, what was being said to her. And I was, and I just said to him, dude, I, I, I know you don't think this is a big deal, but I, I cannot act like everything is normal right now. As long as you got you guys think treating my wife like this is okay. Yeah. Simple as that. So was she, he, was, she, was he doing it too? No. Okay. But, he, but, he, but he's an, he's on, I, I want to use this term loosely. He's on his wife's side. And sure. And the always got to have, always yeah. got to have your wife's back. Absolutely. But, um, it was just, and, and I, that's what I was doing. It was just like, dude, they got to figure this shit out. And I, it's, it's making the way that she's making it sound is like, she's done. Cut, yeah. cut you off and I was like I can't act like everything's normal right now I just can't and he goes I understand that and yeah that makes sense and we haven't talked since you guys haven't damn it's been like five years he was one of my best friends man we talked every day yeah so remember I shared that story where I got in an accident with my best friend and my yeah. best friend passed away well I had a lot of uh, I had a lot of survivor guilt obviously um and it fucked me up for a long time. But one of the things that really got me through was that my other best friends in the circle and also his brother, we were all still cool. And uh, <clears throat> so one thing that we all kind of shared growing up is that we had, you know, shit dad situations. Like I've never met my dad. He left when I was nine weeks old and just, ne- you know, I've never met him, never fucking tried to. He never reached out, don't know his family, anything. So we used to joke, we used to say bad dad crew. You know, fucking BDC, man. Bad dad crew. And that was one thing that, like, all of us kind of shared, right? Well, one thing that he was doing was with his – he had two kids. And he was going through it with his, you know, his wife, soon-to-be ex-wife at the time. So he's going through it. But what he's not doing is he's not seeing his kids. He's not picking them up. He's not paying child support. He ain't doing shit. Me as a – an onlooker, I could look at that and be like, man, I get he's going through it, but he's also coming out with us like every fucking night, spending money at the bar. He's fucking, uh, so he's doing feel, drugs. So you start to feel a little bit like you're enabling, aiding and abetting. Yeah. So I said, look, man, I don't give a fuck what you do. I ain't here to judge your life. Like you do you in every capacity that you want to do you, but you need to take care of your responsibilities. And so we pulled him aside, and it was me and Kyle that pulled him aside. And we told him, like, just just take care of your fucking responsibilities. You remember BDC, man, Bad Dad Crew, like, he had one too, right? It was like, you can't be that person. You always said you'd never be that person. And we pulled him aside, talked to him, and he kind of, like, shrugged it off. He's like, I'm, you know, I'm going to do me, yada, yada. We still continue to hang out. I get word that the shit's never changed. There was times where, like, he was supposed to pick his kids up and literally just didn't go. And so... Me being me, I wouldn't be me if I didn't just be fucking all the way real at all times. So me and Kyle pulled him aside again and said, hey, this is what we're hearing. You know, I know it's not really my place. This is your shit. 
but as an onlooker, this is how I feel. And as your fucking best friend, this is how I feel. And he literally said, you do you, I'm going to do me. That was it. It's, it's, been, it's been fucking 10, it's like 10 years. Yeah, man, it's the same vibe. Same I vibe. mean, like, how the fuck can we be best friends from high school? Uh, his His mom got murdered. I was there during all that. And then his brother passes away in my presence. We're still tight. And me saying, I think you're cutting corners on being a father that you should be. That's the thing that put him over the edge where he goes, you do you, I'm going to do me. And he fucking never talked to me again. I've only seen him one time since then. Is he still fucking off? Fuck if I know. It's literally been like 10 years. And it's been... It's been probably seven since I've seen him. I ran into him after a few years of him, like, uh, you know, just doing his own thing. I ran into him at uh, Scully's. You, I don't know if you ever went to these. You remember, um, man, what the fuck were those called? Uh, they used to happen, like, the first Saturday of every month. Oh, oh, uh, the hip-hop Get part. Right, Get, Get right. right, Yep. I ran into him at a Get Right, and it was one of those things where, like, I was ordering a drink. I look over. I see him ordering a drink. He looks over, he sees me, we do a head nod, and, you know, oh, what's up type thing. That was it. That's always, that's it. I still have not talked to him. I don't know what the fuck he's into. I don't know, I mean, I wish him well. Hope he's doing his fucking thing. Hope he's taking care of his goddamn kids. Mm-hmm. You still clapping gnats? Dude, I feel like, I took a fucking shower today, but there's like, there's this buzzing around my face. No, I didn't, I didn't anyway. take a shower today. <laughs> anyway. It could totally be me. They're fucking with you because of me. Guilt by association. Oh, uh, the story I was going to tell, though, because this is good. And it's, it goes along with things you the cancel culture and things you can't do. Yeah. Now, shifting gears, but okay. So when I was in high school, I went to a small Baptist. <laughs> Fuck man, spilled beer all over myself. That's pulling a Colin right there. Yeah. Uh, I went to a small Baptist high school, and um, you know, we. I was in the. I was a good kid. You know, like I said, I was always afraid of getting in trouble, so I was a good kid. But I was also like a obnoxious kid. I, I, like I said, I wore silver pants. I was, a, I was, I, I, you know, I was I love always part, making right? a, I was making a scene, man. And like that was the thing was just like pushing boundaries all the time. That's just what we did. And uh, we had a in our health class. I think it was senior, junior or senior year. I can't remember what it, it was. One of those. And excuse me. In our health class, we had to do a project that was why it wasn't health class i don't know but we had to do a some sort of presentation on a cultural subject it's like literally the most fucking vague thing okay and uh it was honestly because the health the the guy teaching health class was the gym teacher and he didn't give a fuck what the fuck and uh so that that is something a gym teacher would say is is yeah, just I need you to do some sort of presentation on a cultural subject. Like that is some vague shit. Anyway, so my best friend and I decided that we are going to Columbine had just happened, okay? So we decided that we were going to hit that topic hard because you were sighing like where the fuck are you going? No, with it's this? not that. I was like, man, I it's it just that time frame. Yeah. And that topic, I yeah. feel like that's just yeah. That's a recipe for disaster. So, so, uh, <laughs> just keep, just wait, just wait. So we decided 
we were both as people who as kids who listened to heavy music and played violent video games we were very offended by the fact that that shit was taking the blame sure because we were stupid kids who were just like no you're not gonna take this away from me and uh so we decided to do a video project on how the idea that this stuff is bullshit that's all it was was the idea that this stuff's bullshit there was no actual plot and so we set the video up like it was like a episode of dateline or something like that so there's like a host who like is segueing into it and like walking slowly towards the camera and talking oh, yeah. about it or whatever so there was three segments of these two best friends in this uh that hits all three of them so the first thing is we watch the movie akira the anime that's like super violent super mm-hmm. gory sure and we're watching it and it's like a shoot 'em up scene with blood all over the place and stuff like that. And we're going, this is so awesome. I wish I could go out on the street and just kill people. And then the next scene, we are uh, playing Goldeneye. And when we're killing each other, we're like talking a bunch of shit about how like, I wish I could do this in real life. This just makes me want to kill people in real life. <laughs> I just want to teabag people. And then the next scene we're listening to uh, Rage Against the Machines uh, down Rodeo and pretending to shoot each other every time he talks about a shotgun. And sure. then the last the the last scene is one of us shooting the other one. And then it's over. Basically, he's just saying that video games, movies, and music are the problem in a satire way. Sure. And we showed that to our class. In high school. What'd they think? For for one, we got an A. <laughs> two. Mo- most importantly, we got a fucking A. Two, this was right after Columbine. If it wasn't an uppity white Christian school with a teacher who didn't give a fuck about the class he was teaching, mm-hmm. we would have been expelled. It would have been on our permanent record. We wouldn't have been able to go to college. Our lives would have been fucking ruined. We literally made a video of two kids experiencing violent media and then one killing the other one. This goes hand in hand with something we talked about before. (laughs) The whole, like, too soon. Yeah. Like, that was a too soon. Incredible. It's still too soon, But I don't, again, I mean, I said this before, I'll say it again. I don't believe in too soon. I don't. I, like, (laughs) maybe I was born to do a different profession, but, like, the moment something's happened, like, happens... That's the only way I've ever dealt with anything was comedy. The moment something happens, I want to see memes about it. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. It, this, though, yeah. is different than that. It, it is. And you actually showed it in the setting where it fucking happened. Dude, you're yeah. savage. Dude, again, you know, we had this conversation last week about how easily I got off because of got my... off. Easily I got <laughs> off with that cop. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's what she said. <laughs> um, because uh, I was a white guy in the suburbs. Yeah. You know, this is the same thing. It's the, All this is is saying, wake up, America. Kids in the Christian school system are getting away with fucking literal murder. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> but, like, memes. and Okay, this I'm switching gears here because it got me thinking about. It's pronounced May May. No, it's not. No, I know. Dude, my, my kid did try to tell me that. No, it wasn't my kid. It was fucking Kyle. <laughs> Kyle said memes. I was like, dude, I'm pretty sure it's memes. Like, I'm not like up to date on shit. This is, I missed mean, some years ago. He goes, memes. I'm like, mm. 
I don't know a lot, but I think it's memes. He's also the person that tried to tell me that a URL was pronounced Earl. <laughs> yeah, he he's like, what's the Earl? I was like, the what? The Earl. GIF or Jif? Jif. Fuck you. Dude, that's the real fucking way to pronounce it. I know. I do say GIF a lot. I, I'm totally guilty of that. But when I consciously think about it, I say GIF. It's because your name is Jeff. That's why you're doing it. It's a G. I'm not a G off. I'm a, I'm a fucking Jeff. I'm not like the giraffe no, from, you know what? R, from Toys R Us, Fuck R. the gift guy. Fuck the gift guy who named it. I don't give a fuck. Jeff. Um, what do you think about memes, though? Like, how have memes changed? Not just, okay, let's, let's, let's reel it in a little bit. I, I could ask a very broad question, but I'm going to dial it in a bit. How have memes changed social media? They have... They've changed social media in a couple ways. One, they, because meme was never, when the term was coined, I'm, because I'm, I'm about to get nerdy about this shit, when Richard Dawkins coined the term in his book. Who? Richard Dawkins. Shut the fuck up. You know the exact guy yes. that coined the term? Yes. Dude, this is why we're meant to be on a podcast together, because I have <laughs> questions and you fucking have answers. When when. <laughs> Richard Dawkins coined the term meme in one of his books. He's he's I I and I'm not about to act like I've read a Richard Dawkins book. I'm fucking floored that you but, know who coined the term. You know, he's one of the he's like one of the new the new atheists who wrote like those books like 10 years ago like the God Delusion and stuff like that like that all the atheists uses their like Bible. Doctorate. And um he wrote another book that was about culture and he coined the term meme. And the idea is that it's something in culture that spreads like wildfire that becomes a just another part of the what's going on in culture right now. So meme is not just funny gifs or 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 screenshots of funny tweets that we send to each other on Instagram for some reason. And uh, it's also, you know, things like fake news, like actual fake news, like like like, like where people are saying oh hillary clinton has bodies buried in her backyard like that stuff's a meme yeah. too it's things that spread and just become part of the discourse anyway so that is one way memes have changed social media is the fact that they made it really easy for everyone to fucking bullshit each other and has actually won us presidential president presidential elections but what you were getting at was funny memes i assume which no, i no i just meant memes in general like i think about what I see most when I go to my social medias, right? And this is from my friends because for the most part, I don't have people. Damn, there dude. It there it is. There's the fucking music. Like, try to be serious for a minute. And here we go. We got some music. Why are they in here jamming on fucking Memorial Day? I why, guess the same. Why are we in here doing in here this pod, on Memorial we're Day? Podding. No, but like, I think about like when I go to my social media. A lot of what I see is memes. It's a lot of people sharing memes. Like, people are sharing them, like, to express how they feel. They found a meme that, like, you know, encompasses how they feel, so they're sharing it, or they're passive-aggressively wanting to say something, and so they post a meme, or they're wanting to create memes, like, whatever it is. And, like, I think about, like, if that whole culture, if meme culture wasn't a thing, how much would we really be on social media? Like, how... It, it, Primarily, like, what some people post is nothing but memes. And not only what we would do on social media, but I do think that memetic culture 
See what I did there? Yeah. Did you just uh, coin that term? No, I've read it before. Um, the you know one thing that culture does is it's the way a lot of us learn about stuff. Yep. Like, like you know, my kids will see something. Like, uh, my kids have never seen an Avengers movie, but they always talk about Thanos because Infinity Stones. They say they say, oh yeah, he's funny. There's memes about him. Wow. You know, like that's weird. Yeah, it's like like it's weird. It it, it has changed, and, it, and you know, we were talking about Twitter ruining things by having 140 characters and then 280 characters, mm-hmm. but like memes have turned our communication into not even typing letters, no, just but just sending a, a picture. picture. Yeah. So I mean, it's hieroglyphics, is what it is. That's what emojis are. Well, that too. Yeah, emojis are literally just hi- hieroglyphics. Um. So my kid had a sleepover the other day, and he had it was just one kid staying over, and they're fucking playing Fortnite and shit. And what the fuck? I'm trying to think of what the fuck he kept saying. He kept saying, uh, "Oh, he kept saying he's just a sweaty tryhard. He's just a sweaty tryhard. Oh, it's this fucking root, not fucking dude. I made my kid just seem like super Debo just now, but now he's like, this room is nothing but sweaty tryhards." And like, <laughs> dude, I, I was like thinking to myself, I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm going over in my mind. Like, what the fuck is he talking about? I'm like, sweaty tryhards, like people that are just trying too hard. So I had to Google it. That's how, that's again, how you know you're getting old. I don't even know what that is. It's literally people who like take gaming ri- ridiculously serious and like, you know, uh, if you know they want to win every single match, and if they don't mat, if they don't win the match, they're like blaming it on their friends and like all the people on you guys suck and blah blah blah. You're just a sweaty tryhard. Like these people or these people that are like desperate to win, they're sweaty tryhards. That's weird, man. Totally real fucking real lingo. Some shit that my kid knew as nine years old that I had I had never heard. You know, there's also there's things that like where the Definition of the word has changed. Such as? Culturally. In generationally. Hacker. Do you hear uh, Hayden yeah. talk about ha- – do you well, hear him talk about hackers? No, I don't. But I fucking – I hear the the uh, internet talk about hackers like, oh, my account got hacked. I'm like, your account didn't no, get hacked. No, I'm, your fucking password. No, I'm not talking about that. See, that's, that's still going by our definition of hacker. But is it? Is somebody who gets in there and breaks into stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If you if you take it that high level, I agree. But with when you. the kids are when like my kids are playing Fortnite, they say there's a hacker on the server, and I'm like, what do so, you mean? Somebody who knows the glitches. I'm like, what do you mean? There's a hacker on the server? And they're like, oh, this person is just they're they're cheating, and it's like, no, that that's not what hacking is. Hacking is like a basement dwelling neckbeard who breaks into someone's server. There, yeah. It's not. It's not somebody who's just not playing the way you want them to play. It's yeah. weird. They use hacker like as like a just like somebody who's breaking the rules. Yeah, it's weird. I I also love that like movies portray hackers like they're like enhanced. They're like hold on, hold on. I'm almost in. I'm in. I'm like whoa, <laughs> fuck. That was fast. Isn't that the, that's like the coolest shit? Jurassic the, Park, and she's like she's like it's a Linux system. Yeah, it's gonna take me a minute. <laughs> Uh, no, did you, did you use like, uh, AOL and AIM and shit back in the day? Yeah. Did you ever use punts? Use what? Punts. 
Oh, shit. I'm about to school you on punts. Um, <laughs> so punts Spell are it. P-U-N-T. And depends on, on... Z. It could be Z, yeah. Okay. It could be Z, or it could be puntas. You know, like with an A in between. But regardless, what it was was like... Um, you would be using a program, sending mass amounts of HTML or other code to people like very quickly to where it would freeze their computer and kick them off. Uh, so that was called punting them. Uh, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And then like to take it one step further, you could do what's called toss them, which is TOS, terms of service. So what it would do would be like you'd pick like you know you you pick their screen name or whatever and like put their screen name in and it would send them a message and then send enough spaces and whatever to make it look like they sent you a message back that was like super rude like you know maybe they're calling you names they were cyberbullying you and then it would take that copy it paste it and send it to AOL and tell on them and it so would, it, 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 all of the social media things fix this by adding a report button. So it's now it's, it's the equivalent of reporting somebody for something it was, stupid. It was the report button, but it would first send them a message and then it would send you That's one hilarious. back that was like something proving that they were bad people. And then it That's would hilarious. report that and get their account suspended. It was called punting. I mean, you know, of course, I never did this shit. <clears throat> oh, yeah? No. I never did this shit, but, uh, yeah, heard about it hmm. on the interweb. Huh. Yeah, I heard about it, and there were, like, clicks and crews. There were, like, online gangs. I remember one from Columbus. I think they were from Columbus, and all of their screen names started with Bunny at the beginning. It was, like, Bunny Punt, Bunny something, Bunny Leet, Bunny, you know, Bunny whatever. It was, like, the Bunny crew. People who really are just spending their time fucking with Fucking people. with people. It, yeah. Again. Basement dwelling losers, fucking sweaty tryhards. When <laughs> sweaty tryhards, good callback. Um, to two minutes ago. Yeah. What year did you get your first computer? That was. Let me stop, because you you told me that your dad you know was kind of into the shit, and so like you guys probably have one early on. But what year did you get your first computer, and subsequently that was able to connect to the internet? Uh. I was 12, probably, 7th grade, so 1995. Okay. We got a Windows 95 machine. I know I said I was a Mac guy. I've always been a Mac guy, but my stepdad, I think it was one of the ways he was trying to stick it to my dad. <laughs> um, we, had a, we had a Windows 95 machine. Yeah. So, and did you have AOL? AOL? Yep. Yeah. That's fucking. Mine. What's up with those free discs? Remember, you used to go through like the supermarket or literally anywhere, and it was like a free disc with like 1,600 free hours or whatever. Dude, that was the shit back in the what day. What was your first screen name? Oh, God. You, dude, I remember it. I do too. Do you? Mine. I don't remember yours. I didn't know you. No, you didn't. What was your I, first dude, AOL screen name? You, I don't even want to say it. It's that embarrassing. Mine's nerdy too. No, mine's not nerdy. Mine's embarrassing. Okay. Did, did I tell you that I used to like ICP? <laughs> oh, is yeah. it Violent J? No, but it should have been. <laughs> yeah, mine. So obviously, I used to, you know, I told you I used to skate and shit like that. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember the numbers at the end of it. 
<laughs> but I'm pretty sure mine was skater, like with an eight in the middle, like skater, clown. <laughs> and, then, and then it had some numbers. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And it had some numbers on the oh, end. Oh, like, man. It was like Skater Clown 13 or some shit. Pretty sure that's what your IG handle needs to be starting now. Be. I should start the Skater Clown. Fuck. That's yeah. good, man. Yeah. I, no, I yeah, remember, mine's not that bad. I remember subsequently, I remember my next, uh, my next few. Um, so I had one. <laughs> When they actually opened it up and allowed you to have more than like eight characters, uh, it it was like a, a relatively low number, and they got too many people in, so they they opened it up to more characters, and it was X X setback X X. And before we ever before I ever played an instrument, we had already determined in our mind we were going to start a band called Setback. Were you straight edge? No. This is before fucking. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to say it was before. But it like was it when was when everybody used X's. It was definitely before I recognized the yeah, yeah. X's as straight as straight edge. But it was just setback. Um, what was your uh, fucking screen name? Uh, I like this is also a callback because I was talking about watching the movie Akira. I was kind of an anime, <laughs> so it was Tetsuo seventy one. Tetsuo, one of my the main characters in that movie and my favorite character. Yeah, it's spelled really weird though, right? T e t s u o. Oh shit! No. no, that's how it's spelled. Okay, nah. you would have known. You wouldn't have known that, Colin. Fuck no! I I I never got into anime. I didn't. I mean, I didn't really. I, I'm not like. I recognize the good stuff. I've got a lot of friends who are like anime f- fans, and mm-hmm. I don't track with it. Fanimes? <laughs> Is that a thing? No, they're fucking should be. They're called something. They're Fan- called shit. Anime fans are called. Dude, fuck it. They should be called fanimes. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this shit writes itself. Like, I've been, I've been in anime world for like I don't know seven seconds, and I've already come up with this. I can't remember what anime fans are called. They, there's a name for it. They're called Colin Simula. No, no. I I I I'm a I am a sweaty tryhard when it comes to anime. Damn. Are you gonna be using yeah, that from I'm here on start, out? I'm gonna start using it. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna start. Uh, yeah. I when it comes to anime, I am a poser pretty big time like i like the big movies and i love them like akira is like one of my favorite movies ever uh ghost in the shell amazing movie but i know that those are like the big ones like that is not even for the nerds so got some more music jamming in the background now no i got my uh i got my first computer it must have been 97 98 I'm, i'm looking up i'm looking up fucking anime um the anime fans, what are the, what they're called? Because I don't oh, okay. feel like yeah, an yeah, idiot. yeah. Let us know. Um, no, I got my first computer. I want to say it was like ninety seven, maybe ninety eight, and sometime shortly after there is when otaku. Fucking... What otaku? O t a k u. That's the name. That's an anime nerd. It, is it is an I'm, otaku? I'm, a, I'm an otaku. All right. Anyway. I, fucking you're also an otako because you fucking love mexican food otakos that's what we should do <laughs> yeah we should we should start calling them otakos oh, i'm gonna start a anime themed taco truck anime tacos called otakos <laughs> dude i'm not even gonna tell you what i wanted to start it's also irish otakos with a fucking Ugh, with a comma or that, was a that was stupid yeah that was dumb um no i got mine uh and i remember i remember having napster 
And I think, did I tell you this already? That I fucking spent all day downloading a Limp Biscuit remix? <laughs> no. And then, dude, I spent all fucking day. We all did that shit, man. I spent all day downloading a Limp Biscuit remix track. And after all that, I tried to play it. I had Winamp. And I had already, you know, picked out the perfect Winamp skin. This file's corrupt. No, it wasn't that it was corrupt. It just kept skipping. It wouldn't play. And it took me all day to figure out why it wouldn't play. It's because my computer only had 33 megahertz. And you needed at least 100 megahertz to use Winamp. So I spent all fucking day downloading this one MP3 file only for it to go... Man. I remember... <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is it doing? I remember downloading those download shit like that and you're like 14.5k a second hell yeah and then all oh, of a sudden dude. it's like 0.002k per second you're like god damn I it was, i was such a snob i would only download from people that had t1 lines mm-hmm. absolutely i was like they're at a college or a university and they're fucking yep. they got all the the bandwidth i'm downloading from them and even then it was like what do you dumbass kids know about T1s? Yeah, what the fuck? What? I don't even know what constitutes T1. I just know that at the time, there was T1, there was T3. Not a lot of motherfuckers had T3, so I was downloading there only was, from T1. There was one that was like four letters. It started with an I. Hmm, IPVV? No. I, I dude, know. I fucking literally just made up four letters and put them together. That's fine. I was hoping you'd be like, yeah, that's it. And I'd be like, what is that, Colin? I, I tried to bait you. I tried to bait you into that one. 56 6. 50, oh yeah, K. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Did you did you have the internet where you had to actually literally set the phone on the fucking modem? Like no. You took the handset and no. Like put that bitch on. The, I didn't either, but I had a friend who had that. That was my first. Ex- you set that up like you were about to say you had that, fuck and you no. were like, I didn't either. No, dude, we were so broke, we didn't have that shit forever. I had AOL. AOL was the first thing, and I remember going when Easton opened. I remember going to the Dell store at Easton. And building what I thought at that time was a fucking supercomputer. I was like, I could probably launch a NASA rocket from this thing. Like, this motherfucker is dope. You know what I remember from when Easton opened? What? When I helped open the Hot Topic store at Easton. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, I, we went in and, like, my mom let me pick out every computer thing I wanted. And that shit got delivered to the house in cow boxes. I don't know if you remember... Uh, gateway and all that shit oh like, yeah, yeah 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 it got delivered to the house in cow boxes i opened up my 19 inch monitor which was it was a like crt monitor so it was i mean at least three foot deep oh okay it was fucking crazy and just to shout out my mom for hoarding things i saw that shit at her house like maybe five years ago the fucking nice. monitor was still there. Oh yeah, my mom still got some crazy old computer shit in her basement too. Yeah, there, there, there was a. I can't believe that monitor. The monitor was like three foot deep, but no, that shit showed up, and I don't know what it was. I don't remember what the megahertz were. I just remember that, like, you know, you you, you know when it gets going and the hard drive's clicking and shit's like, like my shit was way faster than everybody else's. It was tight, and then it, obviously a year later. That was a really good impression of a really slow yeah. hard drive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, and like, no, like a year it's, later. It, it's got to click about 40 more times, and then it'll load. Yeah, a year later it was garbage. Like nothing, nothing worked on it anymore. Um, you kids you kids these days don't know the struggle. Dude, of, we're at a fucking hour and 46. God damn. Like t- t- today kind of flew. You interrupted a joke I was making, but it's okay. I said, my, my kids bad. these days don't know the struggle of pornography loading. Like, eh, oh my eh, god! Eh, eh, uh, eh, so, eh. 
on Skater Clown <laughs> while I was on the Skater Clown chats. Uh, <laughs> no, we used to go in like the the chat rooms. Do you remember like Columbus chat and like shit no. like that? Well, no? uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yours would have been more like Michigan chats and shit like that. But I met I met a lot of people in those chat rooms, and you know you hit them with the ASL. Did you hit him with ASL back in the day? Yeah. Yeah, of course. And there was always some fucking ass cool. Or, I said that so weird. Ass cool. I said, asshole that's someone, that's someone trying to be cool. Like a cool guy is kind yeah. of a dick. I, ass I, cool. I was so excited to tell this story or to talk shit that I said ass cool instead of asshole trying to be cool. That for AS, for age sex, they would always say like 16, yes, please. Yeah. I fucking, I hated that person. I wanted to punch that person every time, but we'd meet people and like, it'd be like ASL and like somebody hits you up and you're like, oh shit. And then you, you know, you private message them on the side, you instant message them and you're like, I don't know what your lead in question was. My shit was like, what kind of music do you listen to? I was like, I dare you to say anything remotely close to what I listen to. You like corn? Yeah. Say corn, say Deftones, say Limp Bizkit, say Soulfly. You fucking mention anything close to that. I'm going to assume that you're hot as shit. I'm going to ask you for a picture. That picture is going to be a bitmap. It's going to be seven megabytes, and it's going to take me, <laughs> I don't know, at least a day to get. As long as that Limp Bizkit remix. Dude, the the pictures, though, like you said, they would come in, and it'd be like, they would load real time, so like as it got a line of One data. One roll of pixels. Yeah. One row of pixels and like, at a time. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I could I could start to see like a forehead and an eyebrow, and I'm like, I don't know. Looks like those are black eyebrows. I feel like she painted those on. Yeah. She's probably goth. That means she's probably hot. That was like that was definitely my my you kids, teenage steez. You kids these days, you will don't never, know. will never understand the struggle of twenty eight eight porn. Twenty eight eight. Fuck man. Even I don't understand the struggle of that because like Ooh. I said, the first time I got Ooh. the first time I got the internet, it was already fifty six k. Mm. So I was. I, told I, you I had was a broke, fourteen man. four dog. I was broke. I you guys 14, were rich. Guys I was not rich. rich. You guys were rich. We you were, were not. You were rich. rich with technology. Um, last Jesus. question I'm going to ask because we do need to wrap it up. Yep. Um, I got a text from my wife. I'm hungry. Oh, word. So, and I'm feeling hungry too. Uh, you know, I'm kind of hungry, but I also ate pizza right before I came here. I grilled burgers. <sighs> That's so American. I really should have did that today. I don't think we have any propane right now or propane accessories. You know, real quick, we kind of we kind of uh, rolled over real quick. Memorial Day. Shout out to everybody who gave their life so we can sit here doing this shit. Fuck yeah. So, did you have uh, you have family members that served? I have. I I don't have any family members who were killed in action. Uh, no, I don't either. But um but yeah, and I'm not I'm not a military guy. I'm not a war guy, but hell yeah, man, you guys those who who fought and died for what we get to do every day in this country? Shout out Memorial yeah. Day. And there, there's actually people. We're going to have some people on that have, that have been through that. Uh, one in particular, I would love to have on is Shawnee G. And I don't know if you know him or not. Um, he he's somebody that's like he's like the epitome of um, a good ex-military person where like he he learned all the skills he's been through some shit i'm sure he's seen some shit that he doesn't even want to talk about and he's also like a fantastic stepdad or stepdad like role model figure type and he's also like doing his own thing doing what he loves he wants he's uh he's doing videography and like really just like 
carving his own path. You know what I'm saying? Like he, it's like the typical American like dream. You know, went to went to war, saw some shit he didn't want to see. Probably harbors a lot of that. I would just love to talk to him. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a good guy. Um, last thing I want to ask about though is it just keeping with the whole social media thing. Has social media actually changed your parenting styles at all? Hmm. Not yet. Not yet. Can, uh, could you see? Yeah. You could see it. Yeah. I kind of I, I and. I don't think it'll change me from a perspective of I see something and I want to change because of it, but it's definitely going to change my perspective on how I parent to prep him for social media. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? hundred percent. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. yeah I agree it, with that. Yeah. Cause I don't, I mean, honestly, like judge me all you want. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck to be judged. I don't care about any of that. But like, as I see the landscape of social media changing and how it affects people, I know it's going to affect him. I feel like all I want to say to my kids over and over is is uh, what Obi-Wan Kenobi said to Luke Skywalker in Star Wars, the Hit first it. one. is The internet is a wretched hive of scum and villainy. I feel you. <laughs> you see me blowing that, that gnat away? Yep. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, with no, that... I, I agree, man. It It is... It, my kids just need to know that the internet is a dark place. That's all I want them to know, really. It's it is, it is the best one of the best things that has ever happened to humanity, and also one of the worst. It really is. Uh, that being said, I tried to have my kid cuss just to get it out of the system. I was like, "Do you just say a bad word?" Because I want you to get it out of your system. I want you to know that there's there's nothing uh, mysterious around it. I don't want you going around your friends and just dropping cuss bombs all over the place. And he was like, "Nope." Wow, cool. We were what we saw Detective Pikachu today, mm-hmm. and uh, Pikachu said, "Damn twice and hell once," mm-hmm. and every single cut. And I cuss all the time for my kids. I drop the f bomb multiple times. You do too. Oh, I'm, yeah, absolutely. And it's just funny because they were like, all my kids are like looked right at me, like, "Oh, can't believe Pikachu yeah. said that." He, w- my kid, won't say chicken breast. He won't say breast. <laughs> I mean, it actually kind of like blew my mind. I was like trying one day. I was like, I was like, what do you want? And he's like, chicken. I'm like, well, what kind of chicken? You want drumsticks or breasts or what? He's like, and he like froze up. And I was like, what? He wouldn't say like breast. Yeah, he wouldn't say chicken breast. I'm like, dude, you're about to get the puberty talk at school. Like, so my boy just had it did on he? Thursday. See, and they, I told you this shit was coming. Fourth yeah. grade is crazy. Fifth grade. Oh, you had it. Oh, we had it in fourth. Oh uh, yeah, and he. uh I, he he was he didn't want to do it. He was really, mm. he's like I would rather talk about this at home, and it's like I get it, but and uh, but uh, the next day I got home from work and he's sitting on the couch playing Fortnite, and I'm like, how was the boner talk, buddy? <laughs> boner talk. And he goes, all I gotta say, I need to bleach my brain. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. All right, I think uh, with that we should probably just wrap it up. Trivial things gonna do it oh shit how could i forget i got one you got one hit me being fucking honked at because i didn't notice that the light turned green Ooh, and it's like fuck po- you 0.5 seconds fuck you i'm 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 trying to think i got honked at today on memorial day on fucking memorial day i'm in my jeep i'm at a light got the top off it's nice breezy outside i'm having a good time i just picked up some taco bell for lunch on memorial day dude and 
Dude, we we have a Taco Bell reference every episode now. I didn't even. I wasn't gonna be that person that went there. Had it again. You know, I pull up to this light and I, I was getting a text and I just looked down at my phone and all of a sudden, poof, and I'm like, you know what? But, Fuck you, man. But there's, there there are different types of beeps. There's like the meep or meep meep, like the the short ones, and there's the beep. Like what was it? Was it the nice? Like it hey, was nice. It okay, was nice. Okay. But that's yeah, still, you you're know, right. maybe if, maybe it's because it's me because it happens to me all the time because I don't pay attention. I understand where the problem lies, but yeah. seriously, you're gonna get to where you need to go an extra five seconds. You're right. Get the fuck off. You're right. Get the fuck get off. The, get the fuck off. What does that even mean? Well, fuck you. It was a, it if was you're a, the kind of person who honks at people because they didn't because they didn't notice the light turn green half a second ago. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm really mad about this. Yeah, you're pissed I'm really off. Mad about I'm a, this shit. I, I don't even know that I have a trivial thing. I mean, I have shit tons of trivial oh, things that bother fuck. me. I think the trivial thing that bothers me is just when people nitpick things and it's something that they couldn't do themselves. And like now you're nitpicking something of somebody else's that you either had to hire them for or you required somebody else's services because you can't do it in the first place. I feel like you haven't earned the right to nitpick. nitpick. Like like just simply paying money for something, you, you need to kind of like know the boundaries, right? And I don't have a specific thing that's driving this right now, but it, it's really just the people that nitpick things. And I'm like, it's not, it's not that big a fucking deal and you can't do it, right? Like... I understand, like, paying money for something, you want it perfect, but, like, you also have to know what materials they're working with. I, I don't I don't have anything specific I really want to talk about, so this is as close as I get to fucking trivial things that bother me. I wish you'd have said something to me before this episode started, and I could have been like, well, Colin. Uh, I could act like, you know, I had something queued up, like, well, Colin, as a matter of fact. No, but, no, you sprung this shit on me no, today, I was man. Ready. I, was th- I thought about yeah, it earlier you, today. You were that, obviously very mad about that. When that fucker honked at me today... I was like, I'm talking about this tonight. I was pissed. Yeah. I'm glad we got together to do this. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Another one in the books. What Episode is this? Eight. Episode eight. All right. This Peace. is it, man. This is the oh, yeah. this is the series finale. <laughs> no, we're gonna keep this shit going. <laughs> next fucking Sunday. All in, baby. We'll be well, back at it. Next Sunday. I'm gonna be out of town. You're we'll me. figure it out. Yep. You'll have another one in your fucking stream by Wednesday. Yep. See ya. Heckin' cool dads. Hey, peace.